Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Friday. Not only is it Friday, we have NFL playoffs starting tomorrow. Welcome in, everybody. Rob Ellis along with Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Brooksy, that that uh that that, that hoodie is popping, man. I appreciate like it. I'm like appreciate that. it. Appreciate that's it. You strong. know that is strong. Every once in a while, I gotta give what they come to see. You know what I mean? I like it. That's right. Man, <laughs> even even a person with vision issues would go, dang. <laughs> I like it, man. Like it's it. not just Friday preceding the wild card weekend, Rob. It is Friday the 13th. Oh <laughs> good point. I want to get into that in a minute, but what's up, everybody? What's up, Jim G, Tyler, Sean, uh, wheat bread, Hank, mood swing. M. Reyes, uh, Anthony, what's up, John Dickerson? What's up, Sean Clark? What's up, Armon26? Hope you guys are all well, Jeremy. Hope everybody's doing good in the chat section. Everybody's streaming, everybody listening. We do appreciate you guys each and every day. Oh, let, let's go there. It's Friday the 13th. Are you guys at all superstitious? Not really. Not really. No. no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I, I'm going to catch Mr. Brooks because we – I don't know why we brought it up on the show during the football season – and I asked Barrett on this show, was he superstitious? And he said there were certain things he would do preceding a game. I am no longer a player, so I'm not superstitious anymore. Okay. All right. You're right. Pass, <laughs> pass, I'm sorry. You know what? I've always see, I've always been one of these people. It's like, you know that, that saying, show me I'm from Missouri. Yeah. yeah the show so me this, Yeah. So all this stuff, don't let a black cat walk in front of you. Uh, don't walk under a ladder. I've done all those things deliberately. 
Ain't nothing ever happened. Cause you, cause you, you're, mind. you're hard headed. That's why. Yeah, but you know what? It's like a scientist. You got to test the theories before you arrive at a conclusion, right? Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I do it all the time. Man. I ain't worried about that stuff. Well, man. would you call it superstitions if you did it before? Like you just used to doing it for a game. Like to me, it was almost like crossing T's and dotting my eyes back when I was playing. Like I had to have chicken, ranch, and potatoes. Chicken, preferably, yeah, preferably a, a fried, um, a fried uh, 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 chicken breast. Okay, with ranch dressing, mashed potatoes with ranch dressing on both of them. Hmm. That was my thing. I had to have it, whether no, it's for just... breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever. Really, big game day, game day. Hey, yeah. I, I think I am a little bit with sports. Like, are it, you? Yeah, in this sense, like, if. Like I remember, I was I forget how old I was, but the the Phillies had were Tommy Green had a no hitter going for the Phillies back in the day. Okay, and I was sitting in the in this same spot. I wouldn't move from the spot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's definitely superstitious. Really? Yeah. Like, and my dad and I would watch games. You know, when we were when I was a kid in the in the in our basement, and he would he would like lay on the couch, and I'd sit in this one chair, and it would be bad mojo if we didn't if we didn't watch in those same chairs. So I think I am with sports. Wow. I think I am with sports. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, Fitness Rebel eighty five says Friday the thirteenth is good luck. Um, now, now go play, play the lottery. The lot, yeah. Nobody hit right. Now, let me. It's funny she said that because about an hour ago, I was running one of my honeydew errands for my wife. I'm at Acme Grocery Store, and I turn around, and lo and behold, I did not notice all the years I've been going there, they sell lottery tickets. I went over and bought me some Mega Million tickets. I just, you know you just bought you I some, never right? Buy, I never bought. What? I'm, you just bought you some, right? Well, who am I going to buy it for? You got two co-hosts sitting here every day. Now, two see, co-hosts sitting here every day. See, you know, I'm hurt. I'm hurt, Barrett. I'm hurt <laughs> because you didn't let me finish the statement, number one, and number two, you, you, you didn't even take John, into consideration. John, I am like De Niro in Silver Linings Playbook. You're right. You always have to sit in the same chair. You, you, you yes. didn't even take into consideration that I might break you and rob off a little something. You know, I'm just, well, you, I'm no, just no. hurt. I'm no, deeply you, hurt. You already told us you were going to do that. You just said you were going to send it from a P.O. box. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know what? You know, before, thank goodness. You know, mo, uh, Now I don't know how many states. I believe it's in the 20s. And I know Delaware is one of them. That if you won like the the lottery or the mega lottery, they they don't announce your name, you know. Good protection reasons. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. First of all, people have ways of finding out who won. And actually, you know, I've heard all these stories about people knocking at your front door. Uh -huh. Hi, I'm so and so. Would you like to invest in this? Let somebody come to my front door. First of all, I'm gonna say is, okay, no sabe inglés. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I say. Second thing I say is, um, you got about 15 seconds to turn around and come back where you, go back to where you came from because I got something here behind the door you don't want to meet. Yeah. Right, right, so, right, right, right. You know, the scary part about it, and you hate to live like this, though. You know, can you imagine people who've won a lot of money? You have to be very careful of where your family is because you got knuckleheads out there to try to grab one of your family members. I've seen, hey, dude, I've seen people, I've heard a story, people got jacked up. You know, once people find out who won, jacked up in parking lots, and it's always somebody they know. Yeah. You know, and so let me tell you something. They shouldn't but, be allowed to reveal your your name publicly. No, they should not. I'm but I will, I will tell you this. I, like I've said before, uh, I will tell you this. 
You'll come on this show, Rob, and a good day, everybody. Welcome to Sports Take. It is day 135 of D-Gun's disappearance. We are still trying to locate him. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. His family doesn't know where he is. So Eric claims he's won the lottery, and it's up what? to you. Eric Winters says he's won, and it's up to you. Wow. So, um, well, Eric, I- since you won the lottery, and you claim that we're relatives since you live in Tennessee, and I, my, my family's from Tennessee, <laughs> and he just mentioned, what's up, cousin from Tennessee? That's right. You ain't break me off a little something? D-Gun Fund. Since right we now. family, you didn't break D-Gun off something? To go back to uh, California fund? <laughs> yeah, help. I'm, yeah, I'm still upset that nobody, All my, I've gone to all my friends, co-workers, past co-workers, and I've said, especially at NBC Sports, all you cheap bleepity bleeps. But um, I've said, you know, would you donate to the help D-Gun move to California Foundation? And they've all said, heck no, you ain't going nowhere. And I'm like. Like you're here, bro. So why would what? we invest on you leaving us? Because it's like, you know, the, the crabs in the crab pot, you know, one trying to get up and the other ones keep pulling them back down. Crabs so, in a bucket. That's yeah. Called, yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I'm just hurt. That I'm with you. Like, I've it. never, I pl- I never, my dad played the lottery every day of his life. I never mm-hmm. played the lottery. I don't get it. I don't Me either. My thing. Me either. Bro, my mother-in-law. Yeah. Up until she, she got bad with dementia. Yep. I would have to drop off. Every single Tuesday Same. and Thursday, yeah, when they had the lottery for her to get her lottery. Did you get my lottery tickets? Did you get my lottery tickets? Yep, she had to have them. Yeah, see, that's Same. my dad. My so, dad, I, I never do, but the other, I'll admit, the other day when there was, was, was the one that I guess it was when did it go off Monday or Tuesday? A Tuesday, now it's 1.35 billion. I, I had Bobby, had my son go, go. Yeah, hit me up a, a little quick mega million. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna, I Did better you? do it today, then. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, the, the draw is not until 11 p.m., so you got, yeah, time, you got time, you got time. But, I'll do it after the show. Yeah, um, yeah, and the thing is, I'm not a lottery person, I don't play it, you know. Yep. But then when somebody wins like 485 million, I'm sitting there, dog, gone it. Why couldn't that have been me? I know, man. I know what's up, Christy. We see you, appreciate your kind words, Chris. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Look, I but yeah. to answer your question, I'm not with anything else like in terms of the superstitious stuff. Like I don't worry, but I always like the number thirteen. I, I, I never mind wearing it, like stuff like that. Like I, I've been paying I, when I paint my house, man. If I got to go under the, the ladder, I'm going under the ladder. Like I right. don't worry about it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't get involved in any of that stuff. Me like, neither. Like, no. It's only weirdly like with games and stuff. But anything else, like I don't. I don't. I see a black hat. I couldn't even tell you tell you if it was black, white, purple, oh, no. polka dot. I don't even. It doesn't even phase me. I don't Bro, even know what's going on. It used to be step on a crack. You break your mama's back. Well, yeah. yeah. My yeah. mom would be done right now because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Even, I don't even worry about. It. I just nah. walk, man. You know. Nah. Yeah. But all that stuff that now nah, I'm not a superstitious. Mirror, a mirror. I've, I've broken mirrors. You know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mirror. Yeah, I've got oh, cut yeah. cut breaking mirrors. Same. Rob, I used to be like you though. I used to sit. I used to sit on certain spots of a couch or a chair. Yep. And, you know, this is many, many years ago. And if my team was doing well, I wouldn't move it unless I had to go get something to eat or go to the bathroom. I'd sit in the exact same spot. Yeah. If they were moving bad and, I, and, and if they were doing bad and if I moved over, you know, like, you know, especially with a couch that I have two cushions. Yeah. I would move on one cushion to the <laughs> other cushion, you know, depending on which way the game was flowing. And if it worked on the other cushion, I wasn't moving. Yep. If somebody said, hey, dad, or, you know, hun, can you come in? No, I cannot tell commercial. No, I cannot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. I am you like know. that. I, I Not really anymore, but I used to be like that, you know, for sure, uh, with games. All right, so interesting. Um, the uh, the Associated Press 2022 All-Pro First Team is out. Care to hear it, fellas? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Patrick Mahomes is the starting quarterback. Could that be a precursor to the MVP? Probably. Yep. Uh, Your running back is Josh Jacobs. Deservedly so. Yep. Tight end Travis Kelsey. Yep. Yep. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, and Devontae Adams. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Left tackle is Trent Williams. Can't argue with that. Right tackle is Lane Johnson. I can't argue with that. Uh, left guard is Joe Batonio of Cleveland. Yep. Right guard is Zach Martin. Yep. So it's basically the same team as the NFL PAs. So far. So far. Yeah. Your center well, well, is Jason Kelsey. Okay. Status quo. Yep. Yeah. Your edge rushers, Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons. What? Uh, Not Hassan Reddick. Uh, no, no. Come on, man. Now, if you uh, said Miles Garrett, I said okay. But not Micah Parsons. Well, he does have more sacks than, than – uh... He only had 13. The other does two he... had 16. Oh, does does he? I thought yeah. he had I thought he had 16 also. And, 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 and uh, at least Reddick has more forced fumbles too. I yes. Are you wow. serious? Yep. So your interior uh, D-line, Chris Jones of Kansas City and Quinn and Williams of the Jets, both really good. Okay. Very, very good. Okay. I mean, you can make a case for Hargrave with the sacks, but those two are studs. No, they're. I mean, they're they're better than putting putting Lawrence there. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. They had Lawrence there. That's right. Think, You're right, Barrett. Think, yeah, Dexter Lawrence of the Giants. Yeah. You're right. So I didn't yeah. think. I didn't think that was a. I didn't think like. I understand he has seven and a half sacks, but he's a run stopper. He's a stud in stopping the run. Yeah, and that's yeah. probably why they gave it to him. Because uh, even for him to be a run stopper and have seven and a half sacks, that's still that's mm-hmm. still special. But Hargraves had thirteen. But I mean. He didn't even make the Pro Bowl though. He's a Pro Bowl alternate. That's crazy to me. That That's crazy. Come on, are you serious? That is nonsense. You're right. Um, your linebackers: Fred Warner of yep. the 49ers, Roquan Smith of the Ravens, and Matt that. Milano yep. of the Bills. I get yeah, that also. I'll, I'll yeah, they're that. all okay. hard to argue. Your corners: This Derek, because you brought this up the other day. Yes. Sauce Gardner. Yep. Both starter. Deserve yep. so. And yep. Patrick Sertan. From uh, from Denver. Ooh, that's a tough. I can't argue with either one of no, those. I'm okay honest. with that. I'm okay with that. I also. can't. I cannot argue with either. I mean, I know. I you know, and and when I looked at the NFL PA's list, I I would say Bradbury deserved it more than Slay. Yes, I would agree with that. Yep, especially the way the season yeah. ended for Slay and Bradbury. Uh, your safeties: Minka Fitzpatrick from the Steelers, and Barrett, your boy, uh, Talanoa Hafanga. Hafanga, yeah. From the Taloa Hafanga from the 49. He man, he's a he's the real deal, bro. Yep. Yep. Your special teams, your kicker is Daniel Carlson from the Raiders. Your punter is Tommy Towson from the Chiefs, your kick returner. Okay. And this is justified, Derek. Uh Keyshawn Nixon from Absolutely. Green Bay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, punt returner, and this is good too. Th- this is a better list than what than the than the uh one we went through the other day. Anyway, Marcus Jones is your punt returner from the Patriots. He's a nasty punt returner. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Uh, your special teamer in general is the, the great story, by the way, this guy, Jeremy Reeves. He's the one they surprised with the all-pro selection. You remember that, Ron Rivera? And everybody yep. was in tears yep. and happy for him. Yep. Your long snapper is Andrew uh, DePaula from the Vikings. I, that's, I don't have a lot of beefs with, with the AP no, list. I don't. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't beef, I can't beef with those those picks. I mean, I know Philadelphia uh, Only one pick. I, what? Only one, one guy. And that's Which one was your – yeah, who was your – Parsons issue? not – Parsons being there. Okay. Yeah, come on, man. Parsons had 13 and a half sacks. Uh, Miles Garrett, Hassan Reddick, both at 16. Are you serious? Right. Yeah. Come on, man. Another one of these favoritism picks. Yep. Come on, man. Well, Seriously. he's look. He, he we, let's face it. Whether we like it or not, you know, Parsons is on the hype train. He and is he's getting. 
He's, it doesn't matter what happens, man. The, the, the focus is on him. So he's going to get any benefits of the doubt when it comes to these kind of, you know, these all-star game votings, if you will, you know, these, these pro bowl votings. Well, at least now, at least now Hassan Reddick is, is on the radar. Now that he'll fall into it next year. Uh, you're right. Barrett, right on. Into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if he, if he has similar numbers next year, you'll see him in some of these. Yep. Yep. I, I, I truly believe that. So I, I was always interesting. Um, you know what, what that, how that shook out. Wow. Um, Go ahead, Derek. No, I was no, I was just. Oh. I'm still. I still can't believe they picked Parsons over Garrett or Reddick. I just. Come on, man. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Eagles practicing today, so the 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 practice Thursday and Friday, yesterday and today this week, and then they're off for the weekend. Um, Jalen Hurts practiced yesterday. You know, the reports were there was you know limitations to what he did. Um, Josh Sweat practiced. Great sign. That's a good thing. Um, yep. He's back. Uh, your guy Sipos has the boot off now. Oh no! I know. I know. Listen, <laughs> he said, "Oh no." <laughs> listen, Brett Kern has uh, stunk. Let's call it like it is. Okay, Sipos might not be the worst thing in the world with him coming back. I'm just saying. See, if we can get a boot on on Sipos' other foot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, "See, if we get a boot on uh, on on Kern." On Kern, give him the boot. Um, yeah, so uh, that's kind of where things are with them practicing today, and then back at it. Uh, I guess next week, Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. See if you get to jump on a little bit. And again, won't know. Could know the opponent tomorrow. Could know the opponent at eleven thirty Monday night. Mm. Just, just the way it is. You know, you're getting the lowest lowest seed you can get. Well, if Seattle found a way to upset upset 49ers we know by tomorrow tomorrow but, right uh i don't think that's happening nah, i don't see that. i don't feel great yeah. about that one i think well, it's coming down to the i think it's gonna as much as i feel the giants can go into minneapolis and upset the vikings which would be an immediate phone call to you know who which i'm sure he would not return my calls for days um your brother i think <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh my let me tell you something as soon as that game is over if the, if the vikings blow that game I am calling, and I'm going to call all day until he answers. But <laughs> I think it's going to come down. We won't know. We're going to be held in suspense. I think it's going to be either uh, Dallas or or Tampa Bay going coming to field. Yeah, it'll be one of those two. Yeah, I, I, I just can't see. I can't. Well, I can't see the 49ers losing it. But we are talking about a rookie quarterback. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. They haven't played as in, as intense as they've been playing the last three or four games. I guess they kind of coasted into mm-hmm. the playoffs. But, I mean, the Raiders had them on the edge also. They mm-hmm. took them to overtime. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, I mean, this there's always a possibility of any given Sunday, you know. That's why right now everybody's talking about how the Eagles kind of coasted into the, to the, you know, and have, you know, been playing bad. To me, that means nothing. You go into the playoffs, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You got to go out there and you just got to play, man. I mean – and only thing, you know, we got a veteran at the quarterback position. Yep. 49ers got a rookie. Yeah. And eventually, yep. you know, rookies will start playing like rookies. You know, so it's a high pressure situation. You never know. We all know how Jalen's gonna react under pressure. We know mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. You know, saying he's shown the capacity to be cool and calm, you know, under duress. Um that defense, defense wins championships. Defense will get you over the hump. Defense will hide a lot of the flaws of, of that young, young quarterback also. So it, it worked. My, you know, Super Bowl 40, Super Bowl I was in, there's no way offensively as far as throwing the ball that we should have been in the Super Bowl. We couldn't – we 
we didn't have really a passing game. We we would be in bunch formation with twelve personnel, two tight ends with Tumor and Tumor and uh and um and Miller, and that's what that was our passing game. We'd run bunch left, bunch right, and we could run all our run plays out of the same formation. Wow, we were just pounding people though. We were pounding people, man. We ran the ball, and that was it. What they do have in their favor, they do have a good running back though. So. That's going to yeah. help him out a lot also. That Plus a good fullback, a good running back, a good fullback, and a good tight end. Kittle, I can't even pronounce uh, the fullback's name, who's a pro bowler. Juicy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Juicy, yeah. 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 And then you have, uh, you know, you you have Christian back there. Christian. Um, oh, you yeah. got They got speed everywhere, dude. You got Ayuk. You got McCaffrey. You got Debo's back. They got speed all over the field. Yeah. They yep. got everything. This team is a perfect umbrella around this rookie quarterback. Yep. Who ha- who has become one of the talks of the league, and rightfully so when you look at his numbers. But as Barrett said, and we talked about it yesterday, the intensity and the and the pressure and the magnitude of a playoff games is fifty times more and greater than a regular season game. It goes there up twenty no percent. There it, is it, no tomorrow. Yep. The intensity level goes up twenty percent at each per at, at each you know point during the season. It goes up twenty percent. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. When we go from those those first five, four or five games, it goes up twenty percent from preseason yeah. to those first four games. Then yeah. another twenty percent for those those next eight games. Another twenty percent, you know, four more games. It just goes yeah. up twenty percent. You get to the playoffs, it's going to go up twenty percent again. The intensity level just goes up. But people say, you know, people talk about this 49er team. I'm I'm, I'm looking at the Eagles. Look at all the speed we have. Yep. Speed at Absolutely. the wide receiver position. Yep. Yep. Speed at the tight end position. Yep. Speed at the running back position. Absolutely. Speed at the quarterback position. Yeah. A dual threat on the defensive side of the ball. Speed everywhere on the defensive side of the ball. Cover guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we have everything. We have. We don't just have one Joey Bosa. We've got two Joey Bosas and then two, two, um, two guys that can rush the passer. We we have it all. We have the perfect mix of what you need to win a championship. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? No question about it. So I, I will know, say this too about San Francisco. Right. As much as people throughout most of the year talked about the Eagles schedule and what, you know, it's so easy and all that during their 10 game win streak. And look, that's nothing to sneeze at. It's unbelievable. But if you work your way backwards, Mm -hmm. it was Arizona. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. It was the Raiders. who stink. It was Washington. who's not a good football team. Mediocre at best. Yep. It was Seattle. Now, granted that, that, you know, playoff team. So I'm not going to take much away from that. And it was at Seattle. Not easy. Um, Tampa, who is a playoff team, but under 500. Miami. Mm-hmm. They were good you know. at that time. They were good at that point. Oh, I give yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans, Arizona yeah. again. And the Rams are mixed in there, too, as are the Chargers. So, I mean, I'm not saying there aren't any good wins, but there, there's a lot of slop. And I feel like if that was the Eagles' last 10 and they went on a 10-game win streak, people would be like, who do they play? But Bro, we didn't we go on a, what, weren't we on a 12-game win streak? We didn't lose to week 13, right? Yeah, to Washington. Washington. Yeah, so yeah. we act like we ain't gone on a 10-game win streak. Right. Come on, man. Say that, man. Like I said, I keep telling people, bro. I just don't see. Eight game. It started off 8-0. No. They were 8-0. No. I'm sorry. 8-0. No. Oh, okay. Well, uh, apples, oranges off. But then they won their next five after that. Right. So they had an eight-game winning streak and a five-game winning streak in the body of their season, which is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. But I don't know, man. There's the, the first, I, you know, part of it is I think it's nationally, but the other part of it, I think we 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 pick everything apart so much locally too. Yep. 
that we almost do ourselves an in, in, in service or a disservice with yep, sometimes. Yep. So I think it's a little bit of everything. It's, you know, what, we, it's, it's what we do. It's what we do here in Philly, Rob. Right? It is what, what we, we do. do. You're right about that. Hey, so what we here's what we have today. Uh, Mike Catalano is going to join us coming up at 1230. Mike is the sports director for the ABC affiliate in Buffalo. And he was on hand in Cincinnati. God, it was two Monday nights ago, whatever it was at this point, um, when uh, DeMar Hamlin got injured, you know, and, and went through everything that's happened there. And he's going to kind of walk us through that night, this unbelievable story from him, what's happening in Buffalo. Talk about the game. Buffalo's got the, uh, the Dolphins. Um, but And we'll just dive into everything, the AFC and the NFC and the playoffs. He's also from South Jersey, so he's a big Eagles fan and follower. So we'll talk some Eagles with him as well. And then uh, at 2.30, Dan Koob is going to join us we'll, from Sport Trade. We'll talk to him about the weekend games. But we'll talk Eagles at 1, at 2 o'clock. Uh, at 1.30, we're going to go into every single playoff game. We're going to break every one of those games down. At 2 o'clock, we'll do our usual NFL segment. We'll do our NFL power rankings for the uh, close of the season. And then, uh, and like I said, we'll have Dan coming up at 2.30. So we've got a lot in store for you um, coming up. But – yeah, we're, it's weird. It's a good thing and a bad thing when you have the bye. It's good, especially for this team, because they can rest up, get guys healthy, and all those kind of things. But it puts a little bit – you take a little bit of a momentum hit, if you will, um, if you're sitting out. Now, I think every team would take that momentum hit in a heartbeat. You yep. know, it's a, it's, ultimately, it's a good thing. But in terms of, like, momentum, in terms – like, with talk and whatnot, I think it takes a little bit away uh, from, from all that. Because you know what you end up doing invariably you're not looking at the game ahead and the team you're playing. You start picking apart everything from your team. And that's kind of the mode that we're in right now with the Eagles. That's exactly what we're looking at. You know, instead of looking at, 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 at what could potentially be a great team going, we're going to say everything that's wrong with this team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to tear them down. We're not going to build them up. I hate that, man. Yeah. Let's build you. them up, man. Let's build them up. And you're gonna have you're gonna have so many anxious people because you're gonna have 12 teams playing. And even though everybody's breathing a sigh of relief that your team has that um first round bye, they want to get their team on the field, get them in action, you know. So Monday is when well, Monday either either by Sunday night or Monday, Monday night, people are gonna be in a feeding frenzy about what's to come at the link six days. You know, let's let's say money because I, I firmly believe it'll be Dallas or um Tampa. It'd be Dallas or Tampa. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be in a free feeding frenzy by Tuesday. Yeah, I hear it. So I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, it's good. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's do this. Let's get a timeout here. And when we come back, Mike Catalano is going to join us. We'll talk to him about uh, everything. DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo, Eagles, jump around the NFL, look at the, uh, the AFC playoff picture uh, with Mike as well. So a lot to dive into. Don't go anywhere on this Friday. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, knowing who to trust with your finances can be really tricky, right? And I went through it for a long time. Finally found the right person, and that's Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. And I can tell you it was the best move I ever made, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review. You might have a small business and you're trying to set up your employee benefits. That's another resource that Jim can help you with. I know personally I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers from previous stops, And I'll tell you, Jim is absolutely unbelievable, not only with investing your money the right way, but also answering any questions you may have along the way. You can give a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. You can email him as well, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go for the beers. 
go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. For Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis hanging with you. And, you know, when, when everything went down a couple Mondays ago with DeMar Hamlin, I thought, you know what, I got to reach out to my guy, Mike. Uh, and Mike Catalana, who, who covers the Bills and has for a very long time, he is the uh, sports director, uh, 13 WHAM and Buffalo Plus YouTube. Does an amazing job. And also, Mike's a South Jersey guy. I thought, you know what, who better to talk to? <laughs> and, that was literally the next day, and Mike's like, man, I'm still here. It's crazy. You know, let, let's get together at another time. But this is just – it's just unbelievable. And, Mike, first off, welcome to the show, man. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, what things a, are what going a, well. I really enjoy being with you guys. 
Thank you, Mike. Good to I mean, have you, man. What an incredible journey from that night to where we are right now for Demar, and you know, you had a front seat view to this whole thing. It was incredible. Um, this is 35 years for me covering the NFL and covering the Bills, wow. and I've experienced a lot with that team, and been in a lot of moments. Uh, there's been nothing like that. So, you know, for the guys who've been in the press box, you know, we're in the press box and it happens. And you guys would, you know, it was different. When you're watching on TV, it was different. And we go downstairs quickly and we're outside in the tunnel where the Bills locker room is. And as I get down there, I'm just seeing the ambulance pull away. And my first thought was, that's not great. Like it wasn't that. And then you start learning that that ended up being a positive that he was stabilized and they were waiting for his mom to go with him. But then guys, we were just stuck there because the team mm -hmm. was in the locker room and they didn't want people around. And this is the oddest thing. They moved mm -hmm. all of us out to the field. Mm -hmm. So we're standing on the field. There's 60,000 people in the stadium, sort of quiet. And the team's still in the locker room and we don't know what's going on. And we assume the game's not going to get played. And eventually they told the crowd but it was incredible. And then we stayed. And then as it continued to get better and better for DeMar and where he is now, mm. out of the hospital in Buffalo, and I think he's going to be in the facility this week. I don't mm -hmm. know if he'll be in the game at the game Sunday. It's coming where he'll be at the game. It's just an incredible story. So, so Mike, what was it like? Because we've been there before. What mm -hmm. was it like in a situation like that? I mean, you think about the volume of stories that we cover, and especially breaking news stories. But here's a story, and, and I'm assuming your station says, all right, get ready to go live. I don't yep. care what you have. Just get ready to go live. And you're thinking, what the heck am I going to say? What was it like being in the dark? And I'm sure your station had you going live multiple times because the yep. other stations are going live multiple times. Well, you're exactly right. And it was an odd experience. We're standing outside and – they kept us away from the locker room and I look up and I'm in the tunnel and here comes Josh Allen walking by me. And you guys all know in this day and age when, you know, when the players, the quarterback, and I've seen you, Derek, you know, waiting outside when yeah. the Eagles are coming yeah. off the field, yeah. those moments, the cameras are going and you're recording. Honestly, I couldn't do it in that moment. Mm. I'm looking at Josh mm. Allen and I'm like, I am not invading that moment. Now I did relay that to our viewers, what I saw, but I'm not picking up a camera in that moment. It was different than a, losing a game, right? It just was different. So this thing was we couldn't get to our equipment um, to go live. So we ended up doing what you do. We found a way to go in another entrance, went through the backside of it, got to our equipment where we weren't near the locker room. We were up live. And just like you said, I was on for the first 15 minutes of our newscast, yep. just relaying what we were seeing because people didn't know. And honestly, we didn't know. The team didn't know. Um, the team didn't leave the stadium until about 1230 that night, mm -hmm. which was really something to experience. And then the next day was a lot of waiting to find out. So it was an incredible experience, but especially now that DeMar is doing so well. When did you know or when did you figure out that um, the coach is saying, look, I I'm not playing? You know, I mean, I know you guys knew much earlier than. Yeah. You know, the, the, you know, other affiliates knew because, I mean, you guys covered a team like that. But yeah. we as, you know, fans sitting back, we didn't know what they were going to do as far as the team going forward. Yeah, I had talked to a few Bills people that had come out and I, I got the sense that they were ready to go and they weren't going to play. So I'm standing. 
I ended up right outside of where the Bills locker room was because that was like the media workroom area there. And I looked to my left and I go, that's Zach Taylor. And he's standing there. Next thing I know, and you guys probably had seen the woman from the NFL with the cell phone walking around. I don't know if you could see that on the broadcast. Yeah. And the next thing I know, here comes Sean McDermott out of the locker room. They hand him a phone. And I'm assuming that was probably Roger there right. because yeah. it's at that moment. And then I, I knew at that point it was obvious that they were not going to play. They <laughs> media relations ended up seeing me there. I didn't wasn't I guess I wasn't supposed to be there. So they were like, hey, Mike, you got to get out of there. But I could tell by the tone of the conversation, there was no football to be played. Zach Taylor was awesome. McDermott, first thing he said to him is, I got to be with DeMar. I got to be with yeah. my team. Yeah. And that was the focus. We didn't even know what was going on in the broadcast where they had said, give them five minutes, though I did see mm -hmm. the players start to get ready, which was strange. You guys know, you guys are wired to just go and play. Right. It was right. very odd. But once they left the field, we knew they weren't going to play football. Mm. Mike, go back to that for a minute, the way Sean McDermott's handled this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you relayed, you know, what he said to Zach, like, I, I, dude, I can't be out here coaching. I, I got to go to the yeah. hospital. Like, and, and basically from, from all the accounts that we've seen since, you know, he was basically trying to put in contingency plans. Like if, if, if they're going to force us to play this game, first of all, we're not playing it, but, but if for some reason we had to go back out there, I'm going to the hospital. Somebody else is taking this thing over. Like the job that he's done here. Not only with that, but you guys have gone through a lot in Buffalo. I mean, weather-wise, yeah. there's been a lot of stuff here throughout this, the course of the season, really. Sean McDermott, it was six years ago this week that he was hired as the Bills head coach. And mm -hmm. he's a different guy now than he was then. You know, at that time, you guys knew him in Philly. Yeah. He's an assistant coach. He goes all the way through. And then, you know, he gets let go, ends up back in Carolina, and he's doing all those things. Now I'm a head coach. And it's sort of, I'm going to run this thing. And he made some mistakes that first year. Uh, Nathan Peterman, you guys remember at the end right. of the year, oh. they still made the playoffs. Mm. And the team stayed with him. And LaShawn McCoy was a big reason for that because he stuck with him. But I think Sean was starting to build that. And he would talk about guys coming to training camp and letting guys express themselves about their lives. And I remember first thinking like, is this Kumbaya stuff going to work with these guys? And the players <laughs> right. loved it. Loved it. And I think Sean has evolved as a coach and as a leader and as a man, really, up to this point. So, to Rob, to your point, he didn't just start this in the tough year. Like, he has built that with his team. He is extremely consistent. Is he perfect as a coach? No, none of them are. But he is consistent, and he cares about his guys. It's expressed in different ways, but they know he puts them first. He's still a coach. He's going to coach them the way he needs to. If you don't play, it's because you don't deserve to play. But I think he has built that up. His players mm -hmm. love him and trust him because they know where he's coming from. And it didn't start this year. But you're right. It's been crazy. Games moved because of snow, crazy weather. I mean, Dawson Knox's brother passed away unexpectedly right. before. The There's been so much for this team. Never anything like this in all the years I've covered. Mike, my, my, I've known Sean. Um, um, uh, I've known McDermott a long time and, you know, he, to me, he's like Andy Reed part two, you know, he will cover for his players. He will listen to his players. Does he, I'm assuming he has a player committee also as well yes. that he gets information from how much has he opened up to you guys in the media? Let's say the last couple of years compared to the first couple of years when he came, went to Buffalo. Yeah. He's still Sean. And you could tell at certain moments where, you know, you go in that news conference and you go, yeah. he's not saying anything today. Yeah. Like he'll be yeah. in that mode. 
But I got to tell you, in other times, he, the way he openly, I would say this, he openly spoke this week about mental health and his players. And not, it wasn't just words. Uh, he lives it with his team. He talks to his team and he talks to us about that. And we ran, obviously, that first news conference on that Thursday when DeMar was awake and, and it was so great. And he was, he was phenomenal. And what, when you listen to the players, all of them, it's Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. It's the guys at the end of the bench who are there. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's, he's great with them. And with us, you know, again, I understand. I say, you know, he, he doesn't want to give anything away. That's football, the football side of it. But I think he expresses that feeling he has for his team. And it really is culture. It is absolutely, mm. you know, this is Buffalo. You know, and for many years, it was like nobody wants to be in Buffalo. They'd make jokes about you screw up. We're going to send you to Buffalo. Yeah, and right. Guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guys love being in Buffalo. And it's not for the weather. It's not for the nightlife. It's for the vibe they have on the team. And and you made a good point about the players and the council. It's like he leads. But yeah. one of the first times I was in, a, in the locker room with Sean, uh, going around the, the room and I hear players asking each other, Sean wants to know what day we're going to wear pads. And we were hearing all this and he was get, leaving it open to them during the week. And, you know, that is a different way for an old school coach to be That's thinking, right. but he let the players, we're going to work, but what do you guys think will work? And if it doesn't mm -hmm. work, maybe you make changes. So I, I think he's done a great job. It's gotten criticism, but you know, he's done so much to keep this team together uh, he deserves a ton of credit. Like I, I want to dive into the game that yeah. have this week in a second, but I, I do want to just circle back to Hamlin for a minute. Um, you know, we saw that he was released earlier uh, in the week from the hospital. Yeah. He's going to start rehabbing actually with the team, et cetera. <clears throat> I'm not even going to go. Is he going to play again? But just, just the response from the city. I mean, this was universal. I mean, it was unbelievable, but what, what's it, what's it meant in terms of galvanizing the city after going through all the tough stuff? Yeah, it, it has been. And I think them seeing the way really every team, every player uh, have been so supportive of them. And I think DeMar epitomizes that guy in the NFL, right? He was a sixth round pick out of pit. He was a special teams guy till last year. I remember at times, you know, in Buffalo, it's Poyer and Hyde, Poyer and Hyde. And you're like, if you're the backup safety, you're not playing a lot on this team. But those guys would always talk about the young guys in the room. And they were big on DeMar. And his mindset. And even going into this year, when Micah Hyde got hurt, I think the thought was, you know, maybe it was Jaquan Johnson, the other safety. And DeMar quickly established himself there. And then we started to get to know him a little bit more. And he is a popular guy. But he is the sixth-round pick that most fans even wouldn't have known if he walked into the room. He hadn't been that guy. But I think people looked at him as a person, first and foremost, and then they heard the way the other players talk about him. And to talk about galvanizing the city, it has been the city, the region, everybody. It has been incredible. Mm. And I think at each step with the more positive news um, has made it more enjoyable, I guess, to, to lack of a better word. And he's been phenomenal. I mean, he's on social media, messages to his players. I know he's talking to Miles Sanders, his buddies, FaceTime. I mean, he has been incredible. And, uh, and I think he will play. I think next wow. year he yeah. will. I think yeah. that it would be the plan. I, I got to check him out physically, but he has been, an, his, his recovery has been remarkable. 
I mean, how quickly he's come back, at least to this point. Can I ask you a question? Um, you know, going forward now, what type of leader do you have in Allen? You know, I mean, how has he yeah. helped this whole process, you know, with him being the starting quarterback, the face of the team? Yeah, this team was so desperate for that. I mean, they had brief moments through the 20-year drought and all the problems, and he came in. I remember we were in Dallas for the draft, and he's a kid, right? And you're like, how's this guy going to be? The best thing I can tell you is at every moment of his evolution as the quarterback, he has handled it the right way. He didn't act like he was third string to begin with, and then, boom, he was the starter. Mm -hmm. And he knew what he was. He's a rookie. And then at each level, then he became the – confirmed starter then he became the guy who took him to the playoffs then he got paid and he hasn't changed he really hasn't and you know guys you know and even as a player you know there's guys who'll tell you something and then you can see a little eye roll or you're like right, yeah, he's right the guy right. and you know he's got a different handshake for every guy on the team <laughs> and that may seem trivial but that's josh allen like you know your guys he, you know he knows them he is that guy he never and I, I, you know, I talk to other people, the guys who aren't players, the guys who aren't coaches, the guys who do media stuff, the guys in PR, not even a whisper of yeah, big time or he does this, nothing of him. And he is a leader and he has done all those things. And, and like I said, he's made mistakes. He makes mistakes on the field just like any quarterback. But as a leader, I haven't heard a guy. I have not heard even anything negative about him mm. and the team follows him because he's never acted like the $40 million a year guy. And you know, that can change when a guy gets paid. Absolutely. I experienced that. Yes. I experienced that in a, in, in a quarterback I played with in Phil in uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. Mm. It can change, can change quickly, but he's a leader. Mike, to what, to what degree do you think the bills will use this entire scenario as a motivating factor moving forward. I mean, we, we, we go from the visual of players just crying on the field, burying their yep. heads in teammates' shoulders to the exhilaration that this man nine days later walked out of a hospital and, and deemed a clean – I know he still has a ways to go, but right. for the most part deemed a clean bill of health in a span of nine days. I mean, I always say – if you play the game of football, you should not need any more motivation to play the game of football at the highest level because yeah. you are one of 1,740. But let's face it, players look for motivation. You know, and to what, what degree do you think they'll use this moving forward? Yeah, I, I found their response to be pretty genuine the whole time, and it is motivating. They don't want to let DeMar down. Like, he's telling them, like, you know, Trey White was telling us after the game the other day, he goes, DeMar's sending us a message at 2.30 in the morning, the night before mm. the game against New England, saying, I'm sorry I did this to you guys. Wow. And Trey White was wow. like, you know, and now I will say, and you guys would understand this, not every guy has responded in the same way. Like Trey is an, a great kid, young man, emotional guy. And he talked about, I cannot unsee what I saw on the field. And it's mm -hmm. impacted him. And I think some guys, it's taken a little longer to embrace the recovery. I think once they see him, and that, and that could be happening today. Like, I yeah. think he's going to show up at the facility. Jeez. But, yeah, it's motivating because he's their guy. And they mm -hmm. love him. And they already did. That was the thing. Like, we're learning more about how they feel about him. But he's that kind of kid. They'd be that way about any teammate. But you can just sense it. So are they using it? Yeah, they – you know, they're Buffalo. They have a chip on their shoulder. 
They blew the game last year against Kansas City. That's a chip on their shoulder. You know, people don't think they can do it. And then add in this, which has certainly been galvanizing and it's been emotional. But again, you can play to that. Like last week, Naheem Hines takes the kickoff back for a touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Incredible. But they were down 17-14 in that game. Like, that's that moment, but you got to get your emotions in check. So I think they'll do a good job of it, and they feel it. Um, but, I again, I, I use the word genuine with this team because it's it's not gimmicky at all. And I say gimmicky where it's, you know, let's do this, let's do that. And and then when they seem, it's happening. Whether it's this week or next week, I, he's going to be down there either on the field or at the stadium, and I think that's mm. going to be incredible. I, I get Mike. Can it almost be too much? Like, are you worried? Like, like there's been so much. Is there ever an exhale? Like, you, you know, yeah. you're trying to just ride that, you know, excel yeah. terrain, a train sometimes, but it's like, man, at some point you hope it's, it's not an overwhelming situation either. I think Rob last week's game was important for that because they mm-hmm. went through a lot of those things just to get back on the field. But at each step, it's incremental mm-hmm. on how he recovered and doubt to this point, you know, and now he's home. But uh, even that Thursday when they were like, man, we were practicing today because they knew he was made a big turn for the positive. So it's been that way. But getting through that game before the playoffs start, like having that game actually matter to them, which it did. It got them the two seed and and the two home games if they win this week. I think that was impactful for them to sort of navigate a game and then get ready. And then this week can be more as close to normal or regular right. as you can get for a playoff game. Mm. Well, Mike, I got to ask you this also. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Buffalo, they, they play 16 games compared to a 17th game by, yeah. uh, for most teams. And it's come out now, if it's, if there's a Buffalo KC yeah. uh, AFC championship, it will be played on a neutral site down in Atlanta. You know, us on the outside looking in, we talked about this on the show just the other day. I think that's about as fair as you could do it considering the circumstances. What has been the, the, the talk in, in the Buffalo area in terms of that decision coming forward? Yeah, I, I mean, there's always people that are going to find a way to complain. The way I look at it is I was in Cincinnati, so obviously everything was dominated by what happened with DeMar. But they're playing a really good Bengals team who was on a winning streak mm-hmm. too in Cincinnati. And I think if Bills fans are honest with themselves, and I think most of them have kind of gotten to it, uh, you easily could have lost that game. Yeah. Then you're the three seed. Then yeah. you're on the road to Cincinnati with the same route. And then if you play Kansas City, it's at KC. Now, it'd be great. They had earned the right to get to this. I think it was fair because the Bills did beat Kansas City in Kansas City this year. Mm-hmm. They failed it, finished with the one loss more. Look, it's still a big edge for KC. They get the bye, and they avoid both the Bills and the, Chief, and the yeah. Bengals. Yeah. So that's a big, big difference. But I think it's pretty fair. And then to make it a neutral site, look, their season's ended two years in a row at Arrowhead in the Mm. AFC championship game. And then last year, Uh, would they want to win there? Absolutely. But here's the truth. Like, yes, they want to beat the Chiefs. They want to win. They'll take whatever (laughs) to get to the Super Bowl. Like, Mm. it's great if that happens. I think it's very fair. I think you couldn't take that away from Kansas City. They did win one more game. But I think the NFL sort of splitting the two. Oh, and by the way, the NFL getting what they probably eventually want, which is neutral site championship games. Uh-huh. They oh, get boy. to practice uh-huh. this a little bit uh-huh. this week, making it a show. 
because you guys know it's coming at some point. Oh, no point. question. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. And, that and is not going to sit well with, with, you know that, with, with Bills, oh, yeah. Mafia, and Eagles fans, no chance. Oh, no, but Bills, well. if you're practicing this with Bills and Chiefs in a dome on that 630, like, they are, they're going to love that uh, if they get a chance to show the league what that can be like. Well, Great you know, point. speaking of that, you know, you, you're a South Jersey guy. Yep. Looking at what the birds are doing right now. Yep. You know, what do you see? What do you see in this team right now? We've had, you know, a couple of shaky, rocky games these last three games, you know, but where do you see them going when they do get their first game? Yeah, I think, you know, when you look from a distance, right? And I, 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 I always got one eye somewhere on the birds as the year's going on. <laughs> uh, I always feel like they have the, they have, they're great at both lines of scrimmage, right? I mean, that's really the strength of this team. And if, you know, I think most people looking, around are going to have they got doubts about Jalen just because one he's banged up and two you know it's only one experience in the playoffs but I think that's a team that matches up well um, around the NFC I think you know I'm sure they would love to see Seattle knock off San Francisco I mean that's the real world Mm -hmm. I mean look at what happens but it feels to me like when the Eagles make the Super Bowl the end of the regular season is always a little weird and then they end up going, right? You know, you rested guys back in 2004. They look mm-hmm. terrible at the end of 2017 and end up going to the Super Bowl. And now this year with the injuries. So I think if you look at what they are, if they are healthy, I think the first game, this may sound odd to you guys. I think the first, if they win the first game, I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's it to me mm-hmm. because I think that is a big moment for a team that hasn't done it as a group to be home after that bye, which can be a little odd for teams. I think if they get past whoever they get in that first round, and it could be Brady, could be the Cowboys, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I know San Francisco's good. I think at home they're beating San Francisco and they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it's it's been a good run for them when they've had home field advantage in, in divisional games. Yeah. They're 5-0, and oh, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that's that's big for them, you know, so, yep. so we'll my, see my- what ends up. How do you think the how do you think the Eagles stack up against the big three in the AFC Buffalo Cincinnati KC? That's really interesting. For most of the year, I, you know the Bills always get a lot of credit for being the great fifty three man roster. Yeah. And as I watched the Eagles this year, I thought honestly, the difference between the two was probably Allen over Hertz. Mm-hmm. And then Jalen has played so well uh, that it's much closer than it was. But Hertz doesn't have the experience in the playoffs that in that case. Uh, honestly, I think I think the way the Eagles play matches up really well with the Bills. I think the Bills do not have the strength on the offensive line, and I think that could be an issue for them. And without Von Miller, things on the D-line are a little different. And when you start there on the two lines of scrimmage, I actually don't think that's a great matchup for the Bills in, in if it was in a Super Bowl uh, game. Kansas City is Kansas City. I mean, for, you know, to Andy – he finds a way. Mahomes yeah. is phenomenal. He can make those plays. But I think the Eagles would move the ball on both of those teams without question. Mm-hmm. And Cincinnati's sort of a fascinating team. It's like everybody wants to love them all the time, and they can look really good, but mm-hmm. they can also fall asleep in games too, um, And as we've seen in the second half of games. So I think if the Eagles are playing like they did for the majority of the year, I don't think anybody in the AFC wants to see them in the Super Bowl. I think they would take their chances with whether it's, you know, Tampa, Dallas, Minnesota, San Francisco, whoever it is, because of the line of scrimmage, especially if Lane Johnson's healthy. Mm. Okay. Mike, how surprised were you with the growth of Hurts and, and what we saw from year last year to this year? You know, 
it's funny how people talk about can guys improve that much and certainly with accuracy and all that. And I watched it with Josh Allen. Now they're different quarterbacks, yeah. but they talk about Josh Allen all the time is you can't improve accuracy. And I, I never quite understood that because if you do all the other things around it, he'll be more accurate. And you start learning how to the defenses, you start getting them better players, which Stefan Diggs was a massive improvement for Josh Allen and then all of a sudden, those things start to come together. And I watch Jalen Hurts, and I think he appears to make the right decisions. When guys are open, he's putting the ball there. He's reading with anticipation. I see guys breaking down the film of how his mechanics have improved. So is it one thing where you just say, oh, he's, he's always been this? Maybe you don't have the greatest, strongest arm in the world. But all those other things come into play. And I think, you know, doesn't hurt to have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I mean, those guys are phenomenal. But you got to be the guy to find them, and you got to be the guy to be in the right spot. And the things I've seen him do and the way I've seen him lead, and nobody wanted to see them lose those two games. Yeah. But in some way, I mean, that really highlighted, like, this is not just some system guy. This guy has improved, and the rest of the team goes along with him. And I watched it with Josh Allen, where people thought he was a bust. And even two years yeah. in, it was mm-hmm. like, can this guy be something? And then how quickly? And I think Hertz's improvement has been remarkable. But you know what they have in common? They're, physically, they're different. Personality-wise, they're different. Man, if you work like that and you're dedicated to that and your teammates respond to you, you can become that guy. And I think mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has become that guy. Hey, hey Mike, I got to ask you a non-football question real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Midwest, the great state of Wisconsin. Right. I ain't moving back here. That hawk, that hawk off the Lake Michigan has will prevent me forever moving back to the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, you guys just went through 82 inches of snow, followed up not too long ago by 43 inches of snow. What the heck are you still doing in Buffalo? <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, Buffalo has. So I will tell you guys this. So we're in Buffalo all the time. Yeah. We're in Rochester, which is an hour away. Ah, okay. We have had. No snow. I mean, today we got Is that about right? two oh, inches geez. of snow today. What? We have not plowed snow. I've not shoveled snow. Nothing. It's almost to the point that first storm in Buffalo was crazy because friends of mine who live north of the city got hardly any. And it just wow. stopped over. It's all Lake Erie and it stopped right over the lake. And it was incredible. Like they've never, this is the two worst storms, two of them among the worst storms in the history of the area. But it has been crazy because we, we, we almost feel you almost feel guilty. And especially the second storm was tragic. I mean, yeah. people died in that second storm. Yep. They couldn't get out of their homes and all. You almost feel guilty. Like we go out. We're there all the time. I'm at the stadium. I'm at practice. We're always there. And it's like you're driving up there and seeing what it was. So it's been crazy. And normally, yes, you're right. Even here, like we can get snow. We can get weather. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. so equipped to handle it. Normally, it's not that big of a deal. Like yeah. those two games, I heard people say, this is why they need a dome. Well, you could have had a dome for either of those days. You weren't playing football because you couldn't get to the stadium. Now, the exactly. one week they got out and went to Detroit, and then the other week they were going to Chicago, and they got stuck in Chicago because of the weather there, which just added on Christmas Eve, as a matter oh. of fact. But no, hey, there are times there. You know when it is? It's when you're outside 
You see, if you guys are in Jersey, you don't have to pump your gas. But in New York, yeah, you yeah, got to pump yeah. your gas. When you're outside yeah. pumping gas, and you're going, why am I here? That is the moment, that is the moment where you're like, I, you just get enough in the car to get back in. Those yeah. are the times. But, you know, I came up here. I interned at Channel 6 a long time ago, with, yeah. you know, with all those guys. Jim Gardner, I mean, yeah. it's awesome with all those guys and Gary Papa and and jack Brayboy and all the guys yeah, back in the yeah. day oh, yeah. um and i thought i'd be back in a few years and i got here when the bills went to the super bowl and i was my first game covering the bills was thurman's first game oh. so that goes back with those guys and then we took 20 years off where they just didn't do anything <laughs> and uh and now they're back so it's fun but uh i thought i'd be back i put up with the weather and uh, now I can say I put up with the weather because the football team's good and we get to cover them every day. Wow. <laughs> well, Mike, great, great chatting with you, wow, man. man. And, and keep up the good work. Of course, you can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Catalana, 13 WHAM, the ABC affiliate, and plus Buffalo, uh, yeah. Buffalo plus yeah, YouTube uh, yeah. sports director. You know what, what guys, keep what everybody work, asks man. me is everybody up here knows I'm a, I'm an Eagles guy. I mean, you know, when they won yeah. the Super Bowl, Bills fans were so happy. One, they beat the Patriots, so everybody loved that. <laughs> and they know me. I've been here a long time. So all the time I hear from people, what are you going to do if it's Bills and Eagles in the Super Bowl? And I'm like, I cover one team. My first game was Franklin Field with the Eagles. So I go back a long way in that case. And I said, I had to sit and watch them lose twice to the Cowboys, once to Washington, and once right. to the Giants in the Super Bowl. I'll take Eagles and Bills anytime for the Super Bowl. So maybe right. we'll see you guys out in, uh, out in Arizona. You can't Good lose. Stuff. Either Good way, stuff. you can't, can't lose. lose. Yeah. Yeah, can't yeah. lose. All right, Mike. We'll we'll circle back if 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 it is the meeting that we that we anticipate possibly with the Eagles and the Bills. We'll circle back, man. We'll we'll talk Super Bowl week. All right. Anytime. Definitely, I man. enjoy listening to you guys and watching. I was happy to be on. Thanks, good Mike. Good talking so to you, Mike. Take All care. Right, take care. Yeah, good guy, Mike. We uh we caught up to each other at the uh, combine. Uh, Mike and I did in 2018. We had long Eagles chat and uh, have stayed in touch since. So yeah, good stuff there. All right, we come back, guys. Uh, an update on Lane Johnson's health. We'll talk to you what went on at Eagles practice today. We'll dive a little bit into where the last couple of weeks have looked and how much of that was just Jalen Hurts versus something else happening. So we'll dig into all that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, we're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I want to tell you right now about Pro Action Restoration. Yes, Pro Action Restoration is who you reach out to if your home, your business, property you may own goes through the inconvenience and, and let's face it, the trying uh, times of either smoke or fire or mold or water damage. Pro Action Restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I can attest to this because I called them on a Saturday, came right over to my parents' house, cleaned everything up. Price was reasonable. The crew was unbelievable. You will be happy with them. Trust me when I tell you this. And you're in the right hands with them. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So any of the above, water, fire, smoke, mold damage, they can handle it. Give them a call. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, 
We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Rams 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. With Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. We're back. Yes, we are. Uh, we are Sports Day Chicken Sports YouTube Network. He's Parrot. I'm Rob. That's uh, that's the chair that we uh, that we, we get all kinds of good information out of. Uh, that chair. That chair's got more knowledge in it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so uh, a couple things here, Barrett, uh, of interest um, regarding today's again. And the Eagles are practicing today, which is great. You can kind of do your thing and then give them a couple days off. Be well rested when things get cranked up next week. Um, that's for sure when you know who you're going to be playing. Um, but there is some great news out of today's practice. Lane Johnson practiced. Uh, Lane Johnson was out there, was not just doing work on the side like he was yesterday. Uh, and when he was asked, you know, he said he hopes to have a, quote, regular week. In other words, next week leading in. And regarding the injury, he said, I'd rather have this than deal with the ankle bleep that I had years ago. He said that, you know, he, he said that his injury does require surgery, but he's pushing it off until the uh, after the uh, season ends, reiterates, wants to play in the playoffs with his teammates. So uh, good news. Good news. Yeah, the, Great news. They, yeah, they felt in, he was good enough to at least get him out there, man. 
That's encouraging. Well, it's it's it's, it's a pain tolerance type of injury. Um, core injuries do deal with strength, but what that is is more so it, it it's, it's just going to hurt, man. And they can shoot you up, and you can play. You just want to you don't want to damage as more than it can be damaged. But I mean, I'm gonna tell you the truth. That's a risk that I would take. Also, if I was in a position that he was in, you're talking about the playoffs. This is this is this is these are once in a lifetime type of moments. You don't know when you'll be back at this point in your career. Um, I thought, you know, my my rookie year that I would be in the playoffs every single year after that. I ended up being in the playoffs that next year, but then I went on a hiatus where I went in the playoffs for a while. I went to playoffs once with Detroit. And then I went to the playoffs with the Giants and then the Steelers four years in a row. Right. But, I mean, you'd have told me it was going to take that long for a hiatus from from my uh, second year in the NFL to my, you know, sixth year in the NFL or my fifth year in the NFL. You could have bought me with a wooden nickel. <laughs> but isn't that the way – I, I you know, young, especially young players always look at it like I'm going to be back here every single year. Right, they right. always view it that way, don't they? Mm-hmm. Like a guy like, um, for instance, like a guy like uh, um, Smitty. This is Smitty's second year being in the NFL. Devontae thinks that, you know, hey, I'll be in the playoffs every year because he's right. been in the playoffs every year his mm-hmm. his career. Mm-hmm. That's what you can tend to think sometimes. Well, and I'm sure a lot of those guys, like during the Andy Reid era, when they were going every single year, they were winning the division every single year. Right. Like every year they're in an NFC <laughs> championship game. You're like, oh, all right, what else is new? But you know, then reality sets in, man. You know, and the thing about it, we just had Mike on. The the long stretch from, from those Bills teams that went to four Super Bowls, right, mm-hmm. to finally now reemerging. That's a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a number of teams that have gone through droughts like that, you know. And, and I look at Lane's situation, and Barrett was talking about, you know, you shoot them up, you get out there and play. The only drawback is if you do, it, you know, further damage, you don't feel it until yep. after that medication wears off, you know. you know. But at this stage, what Lane said today, I'm not surprised one bit knowing him like I do. <laughs> that dude is tough as nails, man. If he, if he could get out there and play on one leg, one arm, Lane Johnson is going to be out there on the field and do a much better job than most of the people playing his position at less than 100%. So the fact that he's out there today and he's out there working with his teammates, I'm not surprised one bit. If there's anybody who could fight through uh, severe pain like that, that dude, that dude, is he's just a different beast, man. He's a different dude, period, you know. Yes, yes. These moments right now will be marked – you know, in in you know, in his lifetime, that you know, oh, I'm sitting down. Oh, I remember I was playing in 2022, but it was actually 2023 in January. Where hell, I ripped my quad, I ripped my whatever muscle was from there, mm-hmm. and I went out there and played. Hell, mm-hmm. you talking about yeah. going outside and cutting the grass? I went out there with a rip, rip a rip muscle. Yeah. You know what kind of how tough are you? You know those type of moments you get from these type of uh, games and these type of uh, yeah. you know these type of things that go on in your life, these situations that go on in your life. I mean, like I said, I played with it for two years. I never got surgery on it because it was towards the end of my career, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, play a lot. So it didn't really, I wasn't a starter back then. So I was able to deal with it a lot better. Half the time I wouldn't even tell them trainers I was hurting. Right. You know, you, you, you don't make the club at a tub. <laughs> so you got to go out there and just muscle through it. 
But yeah, I, I just muscled through it. Think about wasn't there. it Aeneas Williams? Wasn't it Aeneas Williams who played without an ACL? Who was it? Who was it that played without ACL? Was somebody who played a season without ACL or something? It was crazy. Well, um, I played with a guy that didn't have ACLs through college and the NFL. Heinz Worth. He was 11 years old and he ripped him. And his mom didn't have enough money. 11 to take years him old. To the, yeah. She didn't have enough money to take him to the hospital. So he, his body got used to not having him and he played his entire career without him. He said he, he said he went to the combine. And when he went to the combine, they're looking for him. He said, Well, did you have an injury? You know, did you? He's like, No, nah, um, I did this back when I was 11 years old. I just played with it. Can mm. you imagine that not having no. ACLs? No. <laughs> That's why Heinz is one of the toughest SOBs ever played with. Heinz would take your head off. Slow as pond water, but he would take your head off. Wow. That's uh yeah, it's that's pretty amazing when you think about it. But that's epic, man. I will say this: you know, if you exclude Avante Maddox and you go way back and take Derek Barnett out of the mix, you know, Bar and the, the this is assuming that Lane can hold up, which is a big assumption, but they're pretty healthy, man. Absolutely. I'd argue they're healthier than any other team in football right now going into this. I mean, there's some like C- Cincinnati is without the right tackle and right guard. Yep. Yep. You know, going into the game, Mike Williams is just ruled out for the Chargers, which very well could is going to cost Brandon Staley his job if they lose Jeez. in the first round. Yep. Yep. How um, dumb can you be? So, like, you know, all in all, all things considered, I know we're keeping a close eye on Jalen in the shoulder and, you know, with Lane, obviously, and maybe suppose comes back, you know, we're half joking, but whatever. They're pretty healthy, man, as a team. Exactly. They have enough. They do have enough. They have enough to go out there and really compete, play at a high level and win. They yeah. can definitely win. No question. Um, all right. So a couple other, other things mm-hmm. regarding the Eagles here. Um, you look at the late season struggles. And I'll ask you guys this. How much of that was just simply, hey, the quarterback didn't play two two out of the three games and the other one he was playing in where they weren't unleashing the full playbook versus they're not playing well, period. Like, wh- wh- Because, look, he not all, there was also defensive issues too. So how much is real concern versus just injury concern, I guess is what my question is. Um, my only concern is – they didn't win the turnover battles the last four games of the season. And turnovers are huge in terms of coming into play in playoff games, in terms of field positioning and getting the edge on an opponent. Now, I'm assuming it may just be one of those low things, just like the running game. The running game wasn't as potent down the stretch as it was for much of the season. Maybe it's just one of those things, you know, and they'll crank it back up when they need to. But I found it interesting that, you know, for four consecutive games, you know, at one point they were leading, they were leading the league heads and shoulders above everybody else in terms of generating turnovers. And then the last four games, you know, that, that didn't happen for them and games were a lot closer than we anticipated them being. Um, how do you get that back? I don't know. A lot of times turnovers is just luck. You know, guy slaps the ball here or there, ball ricochets off somebody's hands into somebody else's hands. You know, you generate a lot of what you do. Sometimes it's the luck of the draw. Um, hopefully they can get that back because I do think field positioning and winning the turnover battle is huge in the playoffs. I'm gonna tell, tell you the truth, man. This to me, this boils down to going back and doing what I talked about. And I can I know everybody keeps you know hearing me say it, and they're like, 
Why do you keep saying that? But this is what it boils down to. Crossing your T's, dotting your I's. Playing fundamentally sound football. Mm-hmm. All the rest of that stuff will take care of itself. They're in a position right now. They can get back to bases. Mm-hmm. They're not out there game planning for a team right now. What they're doing is getting their house in order. And that's the biggest thing they needed going into this. To this, um, this is why they needed to buy. They need to get their house in order, cross their T's, dot their I's, because you get back to playing fundamental football, the football in which you play, and not worried about what your opposing team's trying to do to you. You tend to play better as a unit. That's exactly what, you know, that's exactly what they've been preaching for the longest time. It goes to one play, one drive, one quarter. I mean, uh, you know, one quarter, mm-hmm. one half, one game during the season. You're taking care of your house, you know what I'm saying? That, they can go in the housekeep right now. That's the biggest thing they need to do. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they get back to doing what they do best. If they want to run the ball, then damn it, just run the ball the way they want to do it. Don't let others dictate what you do. Defensively, the same thing. They've got to win first down. First down was their Achilles heel. First down was their Achilles heel all last year. Well, they went in. They corrected it this year, especially when they got Sue and Joseph. You stop first down. Now they're now you're going in. You know it's, it's going to be second and ten, or they get the third and ten. Now you can unleash the hounds, pass rush, and put their offense in an awkward position. They've got to get back to doing that fundamentally sound type of stuff, and. This is why you need a buy. So right now their mantra should be, all right, we need to win till we get to the next buy. You know what I'm saying? We need to yeah. make the next buy. So they can go into the Super Bowl with a week to prepare. Once again, get back to fundamental football, then go into the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. But they got to get back to basic fundamental type of football. Okay. Uh, well, let me give you this. I mentioned this with uh, when we had Mike Catalano on a little bit earlier. So the Eagles are 5-0 and in home divisional playoff games. 1980, they went to the Super Bowl. 2002, 2003, 2004, 2017 when they won the Super Bowl. So they're 5-0. and They're 3-7 and in divisional round games on the road. So for people who tell you that the home field advantage isn't a big deal, getting the bye isn't a big deal, think of it, just think about what this league week is allowing them to do. You get a, you can buy another week for that shoulder for for Jalen. You're yep. allowing Lane to get out there and kind of work at his own pace and you know do some things, but not get crazy. Um, you know, and other guys who are just that we don't know about, but everybody's banged up this time of year. I think it's huge. So you know they're they're poised and they've positioned themselves in a great way here to win this thing or at least get there when it comes to the Super Bowl. <laughs> You couldn't ask for a better scenario in terms of uh, what you need to do to get to where you want to go. A team that's loaded like this, key personnel coming back at the right time, you know, especially with the safety in, in, in the Pro Bowl right tackle. Um, I'm, I'm just glad they didn't have to go into battle this week and, and, and still get an additional week for Jalen's shoulder, uh, Lane Johnson an extra week. CJ seems to be all the way back. Devontae Maddox's status is up in the air. I don't I don't think he's going to be ready for that first game, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but you have everything else that you need. You have the depth. You have the versatility. Um, I just hope Lane Johnson can hold up for that entire game because we know what's coming after that if Lane goes down. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. who's taking his spot because of the reluctance they have of moving certain people over to that side. But still, with that said, they have enough. To, they, this team has enough, and you can say that about very few teams. You know, outside of a Kansas City, um, this team has enough to overcome anything to get to where they want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. All right. So the question I have for you guys is: path of least resistance, or avenge some uh, some past uh, some past foes? Meaning, you want Seattle? Or do you want the Cowboys or Bucks, and or the Giants? Pass of Leafs. Um, See, I'm just, with you. Like, I, I, there's a lot of like tough guys. Give me the, give me the Cowboys or the Bucks. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll all take right. Seattle if you want to give me Seattle coming here, uh, bro. All day, all day. Yeah, up. yeah. You know, for whatever reason, Dak Prescott stumbles through life, but all of a sudden he's a world beater when he plays the Eagles. Tom Brady is still that dude at 45 years old. You're not going to trick him. You're not going to fool him. And if he gets in a groove, he can make a day miserable for somebody else. Seattle's one of those teams, lightning in a bottle. Great story. Give me Seattle all day, every day coming in here in that first round for this Eagles team to work to, to knock off any rust they might have because they've had that additional week off. Yeah. That's exactly who I'd want to see coming through here the first game. 100%. A hundred percent, man. Give me, give me the easier squad. The easier, like, like you remember, I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, so it ends up being Minnesota where it could have been uh, the saints. You remember in 2017, it ends up being Minnesota in the NFC championship mm-hmm. game. The Eagles had traditionally had a tough time with the saints in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Minnesota turned mm-hmm. out to be the path of least resistance. And I don't hear any of us complaining about that. You know, when they when they ended up winning the Super Bowl, the absolutely so not. Just just putting that out there for for those who who remember that far back. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so a couple other odds and ends. I uh, mentioned the first team All Pro AP All Pros for the Eagles are Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. It's Kelsey's fifth selection. It's Lane Johnson's second. Second team, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. His first selection. AJ Brown's first selection. Hassan Reddick first selection. And James Bradbury first selection. So, in that second with that second squad, you get Hertz, you get Brown, you get Reddick, you get Bradbury. So, interestingly enough, right? There's no Slay on the first or second team. Yet he was first team All Pro, right? Uh-huh. Am I missing anything? Uh-huh. Say, it, say it again. Go back. Go back through it again. I, I, I didn't quite. All right. So, your Kelsey and Lane Johnson are your first team. Your second team is Hertz, AJ Brown, Hassan Reddick, and James Bradbury. Mm-hmm. There's no Darius Slay there, yet he was first team All Pro. It is strange, <sighs> you know what? But you having a different you have a different people look at it, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm not even arguing with it. it. I just find it interesting that that's, you know, what it is. I mean, go from first team to not making a team on the AP. Well, the 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 All Pro team was the first ever selected by the NFLPA. Is that is that the only one that's going to be out, or will they still have the standard All Pro team, which is selected by the league and appears? See that one? That's I'm not sure of. You know, um, NFLPA. I would like to know their criteria in right. terms of how the All Pro team was selected, and who, and, who, and, 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 who. and, that, and it, yeah, who, yeah. who picked who picked them exactly? With the AP, it's the writers, and I forget who else is involved in picking the the AP. Uh, selections, but you know, that's why you see that difference there, you know. Um, 
I would assume the NFLPA one is is one in the locker room, just like players who are picked from the Pro Bowl is done by ballots, you know, that are left on tables in the locker room. Hey, you know, can you fill these out, please? Um, The AP one is the one I'd go by more so than anything else. Which is this one. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, it's still good representation there. I mean, there's no question. I mean, you got – I think that this is a reflection of how the – MVP voting is going to go for the super for a uh, quarterback. I think it's going to be Mahomes. Now you could maybe yep. make an argument that, that I don't know, Josh Allen or Burrow sneak in there at, at two, but I think it's likely hurts gets second. I think, I think missing that last, those last couple of games and the way yeah. that he didn't light the world on fire in the last game, I think that hurts him. And I think there was also just, it's for, for a lot of these selections, it's about just passing numbers. I think that's what ultimately did him in. I, and I, you know what, guys? I can't really get cranked up about Patrick Mahomes getting the MVP. No, no. The, the guy's been insanely good. You know, and, and not only that, but I felt even though the when we talked about it on the show, I believe it was around Christmas time when you brought up, Rob, about the uh, Ozmakers had uh, Jalen Hurts at the head of the pack. I felt then that Mahomes, because of the popularity contest, was still the front runner uh, because of the numbers he was putting up. Now, he had 12 interceptions. But this dude's putting up 35, 38, 39, you know, touchdown passes. And, you know, for some reason, Mahomes has that wow factor. He is one of the darlings of the league, mm-hmm. you know. And I just I just felt from my own personal gut that he was still the front runner, no matter what we were seeing on the outside. I did, too. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think a lot of it right. was wishful thinking on our yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's our bias being in our fishbowl. That, that's yeah. what happens. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean – you, you still can't take away from the production. No. That you see on no, film. No. The numbers he's putting up. I mean, it just so happens that, wow, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just a magician. I mean, he's he's just that good. I mean, what else can you say about what he can do on the field? Mm-hmm. So you can't really you can't really get mad at what he's done. Yeah. You just got to understand that he is just that good, man. You know, it, had, it takes away nothing from what Jalen did. Absolutely. It takes nothing away from 100%. Him. I agree with you, Barry. I mean, they, we all know, we, you know, and he knows, and his teammates know, and the organization knows, and I think he'll be paid accordingly. Everybody knows, you know. Yeah, what, but it's just our fishbowl, you know. That's what I, I'm a type of guy that I want my guy to be there. But, you know, hey, it, it, put it like this Mahomes deserves to be there every over year. Five, yeah, over 5,000 yeah. yards. Over 40 touchdowns? No question. How can I get mad at that? How can I, I can't. How can I'm I not. I can't go to a bar? Yeah. Yeah. I can't go to a bar and holler scream and shout and cuss somebody out that Mahomes is the MVP and my guy Jalen yeah. Hurts is I can't I do agree. it. I agree. I agree. And didn't Mahomes did Mahomes break the record for single season passing yards? Did he break he it did. or fall short? I believe he broke it without <laughs> Tyreek Hill. You know, Without Tyreek Hill and that system, which means it, once he did that, that's a slam dunk. He's winning the award. It's a yeah. slam dunk. 41 yeah, I mean, touchdown passes and, and, and breaking that record, slam oh, dunk. Yeah, his, his numbers, I mean, his career arc is scary. Yeah, he had 5,250 passing yards. He completed 67%, Jeez. 41 touchdowns. The only the only little knock he had twelve interceptions that and part of that is he's willing to take some chances nobody's willing to take yes mm-hmm. um, and he's and his, he's got one hundred and five point two passer rating I mean in, insane you know <laughs> that's ridiculous man right and, and and his receiving crew granted Kelsey's a monster but yeah. his receivers are good not great Juju Smith Schuster uh, Valdez Scantling uh, Jarek McKinnon Watson like they're solid but they're not mm-hmm. great it, it, the tight end is great but you know. 
But look at what that organization did. Once they lost Tyreek Hill, they immediately went out and got guys who are decent, who fit their system. Right. So exactly. you weren't going to have a dominant receiver, but you had you had bits and pieces who could do everything that we needed to keep this offense moving. And you look at the offense, the offense of concepts didn't change with Tyreek Hill gone. Yeah. Nope. You may not have been able to take all the deep shots you were able to take with a Tyreek Hill, but they still killed you with the underneath routes, all the plays of deception, trickery. You know, they have rewritten the book on how to use a shovel pass in, in goal line situations. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. I have seen 20 different versions of who they who and how they shovel pass to. And I'm thinking, nobody can stop it yet because they keep changing it. You don't see this. You know, a lot of teams use a shovel pass is going to the running back or a tight end in the middle. Not yeah. this dude. The last game alone, Mahomes rolled out. You thought he was going to try to run it in. He goes almost to the sideline. He shovels it to a dude standing there wide open because everybody converged on him to keep him from crossing the goal line. Yeah. It, That's it's amazing absolutely. how they run. He makes crazy. like basketball passes. Like right. no rest. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. it's crazy. I've seen him flip passes over his head and complete yeah. them. Yeah. He has no problem doing that. All right, let me uh, hit this, and then we'll come back, and we're going to preview all the playoff games this weekend. But the Phillies and Reese Hoskins have avoided arbitration. Uh, they've settled on a one-year, $12 million deal. So Reese Wait, Hoskins – Reese is still here? He's still he, here? He's still here, Ted. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, but, yeah, he's here. I, I think after some of the moves they made, it was kind of – you saw that that was the direction it was going. But, anyway, Reese gets paid, $12 million. Uh, for one year. All right. So we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to go into every single game. 49ers, Seahawks, Char Chargers, Jags, Bills, Dolphins, Vikings, Giants, Bengals, Ravens, and Cowboys, Bucks, which is the Monday night game. We'll dig into each and every game from the wild card. When we return, don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis for Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Friday. I don't want to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any types of issues with your trees on your property or in your yard, if you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts at trimming all types of trees, and they service southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, we got the you know bad weather on the way. It's a great time to have your trees evaluated before you have a bigger issue going forward. You can check out all their information and a sampling of their work on their Facebook page or their Instagram page. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. 
Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I-95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs, $189 per month. Zero down, can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Big Finish Sales Event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Show. 
with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game. Now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Welcome back in, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's hit that like button, friends. We would appreciate that if everybody could do that. Appreciate everybody in the chat section, everybody streaming, everybody listening. And if you miss any of our interviews, I always like to tell people you go to jacobsports.com. Uh, we had Mike Catalano on a little bit earlier, walked us through the whole Tamar Hamlin. That was a story. great interview, man. He was great excellent, wasn't he, Mike? Yeah, yeah, he's really good, man. Really good. Mm-hmm. And, and just uh, being there on hand with all how eerie that was and to see where Tamar is now, it's incredible. So, um, yeah, you can check that out. And uh, any of the interviews, we had Mike Quick on uh, the other day. He was great. You can check that out, D-Line him. Uh, a little later, we're going to have uh, – looking forward to talking to Dan Coop from Sport Trade about all the games this weekend. Speaking of the games this weekend, let's go into them, guys. Uh, we have six games. We have the 49ers and the Seahawks. We have the Chargers and the Jags. They're the Saturday games. Then we have the Bills and the Dolphins, the Vikings and the Giants, the Bengals and the Ravens. They're the Sunday games. And then Monday night, of course, we have the Cowboys and the Bucks. That game is in – Tampa, but let's start with the early game tomorrow. Uh, 49ers Seahawks spreads right around 10 uh, in this game. So a couple couple little odds and ends to know, need to know kind of stuff off of this game. San Fran's won 10 straight. Uh, they swept the uh, Seahawks in the regular season. They beat them in week two, 27-7 at San Francisco in week 15, 21-13 at Seattle. Now keep in mind that week 15 was, was Brock Purdy uh, playing quarterback. Earlier it was Jimmy G. San Francisco has allowed one touchdown drive uh, in the last 20 offensive possessions for the opponent. Um, and against uh, that's against Seattle, excuse me. Uh, teams are 14 and 10 in third matchup after sweeping the, the regular season that could apply to a lot of different teams here, but yeah. So if you beat, beat the team twice, it's in the modern era here, you're 14 and 10 in the playoffs in that situation. So um I, I have a hard time getting behind Seattle in this one, but where do you guys fall? <laughs> where do we fall? That's, 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 I, I think there's no way that they, they have um, any way of beating that team. Yes, they have a really good offense, you know, two, uh, you know, two dynamic wide receivers, a good running game with Walker, but they just don't have enough on the defensive side of the ball to stop them. I mean, middle of the season – Early to middle of the season, their defense played pretty good. Now they've, you know, now they're not playing well at all. So, I mean, if they could compete defensively with them, I think they would have a shot. But they just, they just haven't been able to do that thus far. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Derek? For as good as Geno Smith has played against um, opponents this year, I mean, the dude completed seventy percent of his passes, thirty touchdowns. 11 picks, but he's been sacked 46 times. And the two teams, the two games he played against the 49ers, he only threw one touchdown pass in both scenarios. And uh, he has one touchdown and one one pick against them. Uh, they have the offense to try to compete, but the 49ers know that team inside and out. 49ers are one of the best coach teams in all of pro football. And they're going to put the heat on Geno. 
And I just think it's going to be it's going to be an entertaining game for a while, and the 49ers are going to separate themselves. I, I think Seattle's defense is too porous to keep up with what the 49ers have offensively. And now that Debo's back, and we can't, can't emphasize this enough, the fact that somehow, some way, they made that trade for Christian McCaffrey is a is a crime. <laughs> it's a crime. Yeah. You know, to go with the speed they already had on that offense as well. There's just too many. There's just too many entities for that Seahawks defense to cover for them to survive this game. Too many. Yeah. No, I I think that's fair. I I think you, what you saw was a team that overachieved in the in the regular season. They they all deserve a lot of credit, man. And I, I'm glad that Geno Smith resurrected his career and uh, he's getting paid. He's going to get paid. And uh, you know, Pete Carroll does can go out on his own terms. And there's a lot of good there with that team. And they're young. They're really young in a lot of ways. Yeah, they are. Um, but I, I just think this is where it sort of catches up to them. I think this is the, the, the game in which reality sets in a little bit here. Mm. Um, and I, I really just don't see, I think the 49ers defensively are just so good against the run. Um, not that they're bad against the pass either, but, um, and I, and I think their offense, you know, Purdy's in his zone and he's not being asked to do too much. Uh, and, and Kyle Shanahan is really, you know, he's in like a player kind of zone, how locked in he is with his play calling. Yep. And you get Elijah Mitchell back, you get Debo back with McCaffrey and Kittle, and there's a, there's a lot of weapons there on this team. So I, I think they're going to handle Seattle. The thing that really has impressed me about this Purdy kid is when there's pressure coming right down the middle of his face, he's not looking to throw the ball away. He's standing in there taking the hits and, and still completing passes. You know, a lot of quarterbacks throw it out of bounds, throw it away, so they don't have to take that hit. He doesn't care. This kid doesn't care. He'll step up and run it. He'll take the hit. He's delivering shots. You know, and when you got guys wide open in the middle of the field, obviously, you know, it makes your job that much easier. But, you know, again, it's 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 a playoff, you know, whereas when you played much of your season, you know, your your fan base is basically it's a regional game. Now you're under the national microscope, every everything that you do moving forward. The good thing is you get that first playoff experience under your belt at home, you know, and your fans rooting you on. Um, but still, it is a playoff scenario, like, and I and I can't wait to watch that game closely to see how he handles that type of pressure. Do, do you, uh, and just from a, a spread perspective, do you think San Francisco covers the ten? I do. Yeah, I do Bar- also. Yeah, okay. I do also. Yeah, okay. I do. All right, let's go to the nightcap. Uh, this should be a really good one. Chargers at the Jaguars. Now, uh, Chargers are one and a half point favorites. Uh, you're talking about a 10 and 7 team and the Chargers, a 9 and 8 Jacksonville team. Jags won five straight to close out the season. Chargers won four or five uh, in their own right. If you didn't hear, Mike Williams is out. He does have a fracture in his back, despite what oh, the dude. earlier test said this week. Oh, I don't know why he was playing this past in week. In his back. In yes. his back. I in don't know back. why Herbert was playing. I don't know why Bosa was playing. I don't get any of it, even a little bit. But no Mike Williams in this game. Um Jags beat the the Chargers thirty eight to ten way back when in Week Three at L A. That was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I mean that this is um, th- this is the lowest point spread uh, of any game this week. Vegas thinks this one's going to be close. The Cowboys and the Bucks are two and a half, uh, and the and the Vi- Vikings and the Giants is three. But this is only one and a half. Uh, interesting game, guys. Really interesting game. I, I'm I'm looking at this game and and. It'll be the battle of, you know, two young star quarterbacks. Both guys uh, 24. Yep. And you're looking at 
both defenses. Both defenses are good, but I think the the, the Chargers defense is a little better. Um, in saying that, though, is it enough that you you know put them in front of the charge, put the uh, you know the Chargers above above beating the the Jaguars? I don't know, man, because I tell you what, that Jaguar defense, man, with their pass rushers and how they. Have they been blitzing thus far? You know, take the quarterbacks out of the equation. You got to be able to run and move when you're playing against both of these um, mm-hmm. these defenses. And I think at this point, Lawrence moves better than than the Chargers' um, quarterback. So you're gonna Herbert. have to move around for him, and Herbert. You know, so yeah. you're gonna have to move around. And I, I think I like Lawrence moving around more so than I like Herbert. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I think that. Um... You know, Jacksonville's essentially been playing playoff games now for, what, six weeks? You know, somewhere around there. Not that L.A.'s been playing poorly, but I feel like they can just ride this momentum right into this game. Man. Right, um, right, right. You know, and they're home. You know, that's that's not an easy chore to go from from the West Coast to the East Coast like they have to for this game. Uh, you know, it's it sets up really nicely for Doug to get a playoff win. It really yep. does. I mean, yep. what, what an accomplishment that would be, too, for him. From where they were to where they to potentially doing that is incredible. <clears throat> this Tennessee had this team on the ropes with a quarterback who had, who had basically not played any football um, in his six years in the NFL. They were up 16-13 with, with under three minutes to play in that game. They were up by three. Yep. And the difference in the game was a fumble recovery by Josh Allen that got the win for Jacksonville. So Tennessee's defense put a lot of stress on that Jacksonville offense. Chargers defense is better than Tennessee's defense. Um, but I forgot the record. I can't remember what the record was. But the Chargers record, when they do not have both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the field together, is not very good. And now that you have Mike Williams out, I mean, that, that's an equalizer right there. To me, what's the, what's the spread on this game? Chargers by two and a half? What is uh, it? It's one and a half. Chargers by one and a half. Yeah, see, that's a pick em game to me because of those factors. Um, I think this game will be another game won on the strength of the defense. And so with that said, and I, and I said it yesterday, I'm going to pick the Chargers. And you know how I feel about the Chargers. I've covered that team for a lot. I've watched them a lot during the, the Phillip Rivers era. They've always been loaded poised to do something and find a way to lose. I don't think they're getting to the, I, I don't think they're going to get to the conference championship game, but I do think they find a way to eke out a win down there in Jacksonville. Okay. You like the chargers. Interesting. Yeah. All right. yeah you, like you got Bosa. Yeah. Uh, on James. Yeah, man. Khalil um, Mac. <laughs> Mac on the other side. Jeez. You know, you got Murray at linebacker. I mean, yeah. you, you, oh, yeah. You a a, yeah. You can make a case. That's what I'm saying. That's why I went in defensively. Yeah. Look at both defenses, man. Two really good young mm-hmm. defenses, man. So, yeah. Except for the um, Chargers pass rushers, those guys are kind of old, but they yeah. still got yeah. it, man, in yeah. these situations before. Yeah, no question. So. All right, let, let's jump to Sunday now, the early game. Uh, you have the Bills. We just talked to Mike Catalan a little bit earlier, covers the Bills, but Bills are minus 13 and a half over the Dolphins. Now, here's what you need to know uh, a couple things. There is no uh, Tua. Teddy Bridgewater, I, I assume will dress and back up, but that hand's mm-hmm. still not good enough. Skylar Thompson out of Barrett's alma mater, K-State, uh, will be the starter. Miami's lost five of six. The Bills have won seven straight. There's the emotional ties. I, I know Mike said he wasn't sure. I 
man, if DeMar Hamlin's up to it, I think he's probably running out the tunnel or like, or he's on the, he's at half, you know, at midfield or on something. On a golf cart or something. Something crazy. Yeah. yeah you, you would think. Um, when they played the regular season, they split the Dolphins 121 19 in week three. Uh, that, that game was at Miami. Bills yep. won 32 29 in Buffalo. They have, in both those games, played pretty tight contests for yep. such a big point spread. Um, but I, I don't like Miami's chances even a little here in this. They game. don't have a snowball's chance in hell. No, in Buffalo, that Buffalo yeah. team. That Buffalo team is riding mm-hmm. a high right now. Mm-hmm. We hope we get them in. A, if we get them in the Super Bowl, we hope we get them because they'll just be starting to fade away from that natural high. Mm-hmm. Just around then, I hope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I feel like Buffalo's really going to smack them down in this game. Yeah. If that young man comes out of that tunnel or if they put a camera on him and he's in a private box, that stadium is going to go nuts. Okay. Roar. Yeah. And and when you talk about how they split the regular season matches, the huge difference is they had Tua under center for both games. Right. Skylar Thompson, if I'm him, I have already called Lloyds of London earlier this week <laughs> there you go. to find out how much of an insurance policy I can take out on my body. Because <laughs> I think they're going to beat the you-know-what out of Skylar Thompson. It'll be a long day for my it's boy, It's going to be man. a long day. And if I did a game for him two years ago, man, yeah, and, and yeah. he, he he was all right. In fact, they knocked him out the game that – I'll be damned. They knocked him out the game that game, and Howard came in that game also. <laughs> oh, Howard man, struggled in that bowl game, brother. Oh, yeah. A local hey. guy. It's a shame. He had a tough one. Wow, game. my boy Skyler going to get his head cut off. I'm sorry. Well, I just think the only way Miami has a prayer to stay in this thing is hey, they got to turn over Buffalo in the red zone. That's something Josh Allen's had a little bit of an issue with. And they got to somehow, some way, protect long enough for Skylar Thompson to throw one up. And you Let- need Hill or Waddle to make a deep play. Because I don't get think it. you're going to – yeah, you're not going to grind Buffalo to death. You're going to have to hit some biggies. It's going to be cold thing. up there too? Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yes. I'm throwing deep a ton if I'm, yeah. if I'm Miami. Just throwing up there, let Tyreek Hill – Yeah, yeah. let him go. Just let, let one him of the go. speed merchants just run under it, man. <laughs> that, that's the only chance you got. <laughs> that's it. Hand grenade left, hand grenade right. That's yes. all you got. That's the game right. plan. All right. uh, that's not a bad game plan, though. No, yeah, it's no. Not. Any I other guy would be like, uh, but, yeah, with those receivers, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. You know, then and – th- and plus, you know, also, um, Raheem Mustard, he's not playing. He's out right now. He's got a broken yeah. thumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's a so tough that's, that's a tough break. He, that's he real still tough. hard. He's, yeah, and he, yeah. And he was he, – he was breaking some long runs, man. He, you know, he showed that 4-3 speed a couple times. Yep. Yeah, he's tough. He is. Um, the, good right, thing, before, the good thing for Miami is – Micah Hyde is not playing in this game. He's back, right? But he's not playing in this game. They're hoping for him, Derek, in the uh, in the championship, probably championship. Game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably championship. Maybe, they thought the season was over with that neck injury. Maybe divisional. I don't think it's completely out of the question, but yeah, nah, it's not looking good. But 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 anyway, they didn't think he'd be back at all this year. No, right? So no, that's a good thing. Uh, then the four thirty game on Sunday: Vikings Giants. Vikings are minus three uh, over the Giants. You guys remember Christmas Eve. This was the game before the Eagles game. Uh, ends in a 61-yard Greg Joseph field goal. The Vikings win at mini week 16. Uh, it w- what turned out to be a, a really good game the first time these two teams met. This is going to be a fun one, I think. I think this is going to be a real back and forth. I'm not saying it's going to be high scoring. I mean, like, just tough, tough nose game close to the end. Uh, you know what? I'm um... – I can't wait for that, man. I'm going I'm to fry my wings up, man. Sit back, man. And you got the day off, man. You know, it's in fact, you know what, Robert, yes, Gunner, Robert. you guys are more than welcome to come by and partake 
in my wings. You, you know, you want to hear my standard answer? You ready? What's that? I'm working. But yeah, I, I know you're working. I know you're working, you. man. Thank you. I do. Derek's not working. Gunner, but he'll have something to do though. Grandkids. There we go. Well, I would, I'm always like out. the designated babysitter, man. Well, you know what? I would compound, say, man. Look, I would say you're welcome to bring the grandkids, but my, my house is no longer baby proof. I gotta oh, make right. it baby proof again, but it's no longer baby proof. Get again, the gates man. back up and all that. Right, stuff. right, man. I'm, I, I thought I was past them days. Now that you know, I still have a couple with the here. dog. We because sometimes we, we we use them for the <laughs> oh, dog. We keep, we keep we keep gates up all the time in the hallways to keep the dogs from going anywhere other than the kitchen and same. the family room. Yeah, same. Because we like I said, we have the one Chihuahua that likes to mark his territory. <laughs> and if, he, and if, he mark, if he marks the wrong thing, can you say SPCA? <laughs> so I say that all can the you time. Say farm he went to yeah. a farm yeah, yeah. i said yeah. it all the time and my kids are like dad you can't say that my wife is like that's mean i'm like no it's not that's yeah. a business decision no it's not. no, no. I'm, I'm, but mr brooks i appreciate your offer uh but i'm gonna miss part of the first game after you know, I have, you know my wife is taking on a new role so i have to go with her she's speaking on sunday and then after church they have a um a, a business meeting i gotta stay for part of that and i said we are going in separate cars. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. You better not make I'm her not drive by there. herself. Yes, you I am. What? what? You better what? not. You better not. I ain't staying there all day, bro. I got to go. <laughs> I got to get it. She knows this. And then when she gets home, I'll get the look for about 30 seconds. Right. I'll take that. Well, I'll take that. You got to make sure you smoke something so she'll be good. You smoke something on the grill, she'll be good. All right, no, no, because the first game already be starting. Uh, I'm sitting my butt on the couch. You know what? <laughs> How about ordering cheese steaks, order pizza from that Italian place we like, order pasta, <laughs> order whatever you want. I ain't grilling nothing Sunday. Yeah, Take that I right now. It. Yeah. Oh man. Sunday is gonna be somebody's gonna be fun. All right. So uh what do we what think? Time, what time do you work though, Rob? Who, who wins this? Oh man, I think I'm early. I think um I don't think we're carrying the early game. I think I'm I think I'm leading into that. I, I might be leading into that game. I don't even know. Well, that you know what? I, you you know you're always welcome. No, to I'll, I will I'll keep you po thank you. I do appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? It. I do and plus um on Monday night, guys, I got something going on Monday night. Um, oh, you got an event? Nice. Yeah. So let me, let me say it's, it's over, over. It's with your people. Who's your people? Rob's people. What, what uh, kind of, of people are you talking about? The, the Martians. Weirdos. <laughs> 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 now uh, I'm trying to get so, him to say it. What, what yeah, kind of people? Uh, do, do, what's the name? Um, Doers, uh, no, you know, Doors, exactly. like uh, whiskey, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's 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 um, they from your neck of the woods, man. They always talk about you when you when I Delco, go there. Po Delco people, it's in Delco, yes, yeah, in Delco, too. Where are you going, man? I'll, I'll I'll steer you straight. All right, let me see. Um, oh, we can go ahead and go on, but I'll, I'll all get right, it. you I'll find get... it, you find out what, 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 what time is your event? Uh, it, it'll be just before the um, for the uh, the Eagles game. Let me see. Is it a pay, is it a paying event? No, it's a it's a bar, a bar. Oh, you oh not the, this not this week or no or yeah this Monday I, coming this up. Monday? The Dallas oh, game. So the Dallas the game. It's before the Dallas game. Dallas Bucks game. So, yeah. so let's see. It's 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 right before the kickoff of the Dallas Tampa game, and we're gonna watch it's, it there. Oh, you are gonna watch. Okay, so I was gonna say it's a non-paying event. Yeah, I, I gotta make a business decision there. <laughs> I like to do community stuff, but. Uh, Hey, Dallas, Tampa. You right, let understand. me know, B. I'll, I'll I'll come out and support you, man. All right, bro. Um, all right, we I'll be with Vikings. you in spirit. Yeah, yeah. Derek will be there in spirit. That's too far <laughs> for me to drive, man. I can't drive that far. I it's going to be spirits there. Oh, yes, there will. Uh-oh. 
Uh, you, you right, so the, stay side with you. What are we? What are we thinking here with the they game? Vikings. Vikings are minus three. Who wins the game? Uh, I, I'm going Giants. I'm going. I, I think the you like Giants. the Giants. So that's that's a very popular pick, man. A lot of people yeah. like the Giants. Yeah, I'm going with the Giants. How about you, Derek? Uh, Daniel Jones' intermediate passing game is very efficient, uh, as Barrett likes to bring up periodically. Kirk Cousins playing at four thirty instead of one o'clock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Wink Martindale has already told the New York media this week that we are going to blitz. We are not changing our identity. One iota. They've gotten healthy on the back end. They got some of the back end personnel back. Xavier McKinney, I believe, is back. Um, Landon Collins has been a huge pickup for them this season. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants in the upset. They want fluke field goal, sixty one yard field goal. Um, I think the Giants, if there's one game that, that can present so-called upset, this is it. And I'm going to take the Giants in this game. Okay. Um, yeah, it has I, nothing I, to do with my personal hate. Well, the Minnesota team. does not have a great defense either. So keep, no, just keep that in mind. No. Um, you know, if, if Saquon, if they can get Saquon loose and he, you know, running and they're, they're able to you know, eat up some chunks of yards, that's how they're winning this game. This is going to be a big Saquon game, in my opinion. It's going to be a lot of holes in that zone defense, and Daniel has been zipping that ball. He can pick them apart in that zone. He didn't even have to go deep. He can yeah. pick them apart on the intermediate game all day long. Thank you, Ed Donatel. <laughs> Your guy. <laughs> Your guy. Uh, all right, let's go to the Sunday night game. We have the Bengals-Ravens. Bengals minus nine and a half. We touched on it earlier. No Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley uh, is the quarterback for the Ravens in this one. Baltimore's lost three of four. Uh, the Ravens won – Week five, 1917, the Bengals won 2016, week 18, which was last week. Keep in mind, Bengals are without right guard Alex Kappa and Leo Collins, who's their right tackle. So the entire right side uh, is out. But uh, since he's played great football of late, um, they closed really, really strong. Um, but yeah, they did. Uh, I, man, I like Cincinnati in this game. I like Cincinnati in a big way in this game. I'm a big fan of Tyler Huntley. He does a lot of things similar to what Lamar Jackson does back there. The only thing is, you don't know if he's going to be the hot or cold Tyler Huntley. You know, when he's hot, he can he can put a lot of stress on teams. Um, but he's coming off an injury. We don't know how effective he'll be. Cincinnati's backyard with those weapons they have. I mean, Baltimore's defense is good. They are. But, but Joe Burrow with those, those receivers and tight end and running back game that they have, I think it's just a little bit too much to overcome uh, for Baltimore in this case. You know, it's a different Baltimore team when Lamar Jackson is not under center, even though I'm a big fan of Tyler Huntley, but I don't think he can get the job done in Cincinnati on a cold day. No. What are you thinking, Barrett? I mean, it's going to be a great game, man. I just, you know, defensively, they they shoot up their defense so that the teams aren't coming back like they used to come back on them. But if they're not just not going to score as much as they usually score because even though Huntley's been playing well, he has been playing well. He's haven't been playing well enough to to you know kiss have some consistency on the offensive side of the ball. They try to run the ball, and when they do have success with it, they don't finish the deal. They get right up until they get to the red zone, and then things fizzle out for them. They end up kicking a field yeah. goal. Yeah, you can't keep winning field uh, kicking field goals with an offense with the likes of you know uh, you know chasing all those guys. And, you know, those guys being able to score whenever they need to score. Mm-hmm. So I just think that, that, you know, even though Bengals have only half their offensive line, I just think they'll have enough because, of, 
you know, Burroughs is used to getting slaughtered and still throwing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is. He is. Yeah, I don't know how he holds up, but he does. Um, all right, let's go to the uh, let's go to the night game Monday night. Uh, Cowboys minus two and a half over the Buccaneers. They played in Week One, which was forever ago. But the Bucks beat the Cowboys nineteen to three in that game. Prescott fifteen interceptions in twelve games this season. Uh, he's thrown ints in seven straight. Brady seven and zero career against the Cowboys. He's played forty seven playoff games, guys. He's won thirty five of them. Come on, man! Insanity, just insanity. Come on, man! Cowboys last. Listen to this postseason road win, nineteen ninety two. So Mike McCarthy at practice today showed baby pictures of any Cowboys player who was living at the time in 1992. Jeez. How what? about that? How about Whatever that? you can do to motivate. That's an inter- I got to say, that's an interesting motivation tactic. Wow. Like basically saying like, man, we only have a few guys. I think it's 10 guys, something like that, who were even born in 1992. And here's what they look like then, and it's you know in a diaper or you know with a binky in their mouth, or, you know whatever. <laughs> and, and and all the others weren't even born yet. That's how long it's been since they won a road playoff game. Jeez. All of these draft picks that are being drafted now weren't even thought about. Yeah. weren't even born. That's right. The last time you guys were in the Super Bowl, <laughs> isn't that crazy, man? No, it's not because I remember being on that 1995 teams oh. when they were just. Unbelievable, man. I mean, look at all the star power that they had back then. I mean, you know, Charles Haley. Uh, they had Elgato, uh, Leon yeah. Lett, Elgato, uh, Maryland. They, I mean, they, they, Darren Woodson. They had everybody. Deion Sanders, and that's just on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Let alone what was going on, on the offensive side of the ball. Incredible, yeah, incredible. So that that last win uh, was January seventeenth, nineteen ninety three actually at candlestick that was the last time wow 92 season but it was 93 at candlestick you know when it when it last happened so wow it's been a while as they would say here's the question for i have for you guys i mean basically the bucks are averaging about 12 points less than they scored last year total uh it's been a it's been a grind right um can they just go into playoff mode and flip that switch and just be a different team i mean they don't run the ball well. They don't really try to run the ball well. Um, they still have Brady. They still have Godwin. They still have Evans. You know, it's not like there isn't talent there. Cameron Brate. Yeah. yeah, there's still players there. But I don't know if Brady is back yet. Let me see. Um, I don't think the Brady is back. I think they were using a, a rookie tight end, weren't they? Oh, Brady's not back. Otten. They've been using that kid. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, Cameron Brace not back yet. He's in their primary, I think. I don't, uh, I, 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 I don't know. Let me, let me check and see, Diga, because I, I thought he was out. He might be back. I mean, it's the playoffs, man. It's, no, he's back now. Yeah. Okay. That's huge Cameron. for them. You know what? That's he, huge. Uh, Kyle uh, Rudolph, he's isn't back though. Oh, Rudolph. Okay. They've been playing. They've been playing Otto and uh, and what's his name, Keith, Keith. They've been playing the two rookies more so than even mm-hmm. playing Cameron Brink. Yeah, they're getting a little chemistry. He's de- he's developing a little bit with those guys. Yeah, so he's been using those younger guys. Uh, Vitor Vey is out. Ooh, ooh, that's a big one. That's a but big one. Ooh. I don't know if um I, I don't know if um Ryan Jensen is all the way back yet. Mm-hmm. He's in that window, that practice window. Yeah, but I don't know if he's practicing right now. But he is in the practice window. They can come back. Shaq Barrett is still on um IR. 
Ooh. That's tough for him. But, uh, you know, I mean, other than that, I mean, everybody seems to be – I mean, they got Levante David and Devin White still there. I think the Cowboys win. I think they break their – their. I hope – I can't – I don't ever – will ever root for them. But I think they win. I think they break the road slump 30 years. You know, wow. they, they still don't have their starting cornerback, uh, Ryan Logan. Mm. They start safety back, Ryan Logan. Mm-hmm. That's a local kid here. He's from around this way. Yeah. Like I, he, went to, he went to Eastern with my, uh, my son's school. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What are we thinking? Who wins it? I'm, I'm going Dallas. Dallas. I'm going Dallas. I'm going Dallas. As mediocre as it's been for Tampa Bay, they still have the ninth-ranked defense. They're only giving up 21 points a game. Oh, they're still good, yeah. They're still good. They're, they're giving up 120 yards rushing. Dallas is giving up a buck 29 a game. Dallas is only giving up 20 points a game. Dallas has a 12th-ranked defense. Um, who can run the ball? And immediately you say Dallas. Yes. Tampa Bay cannot. But Tom Brady doesn't care about running the football. That man accidentally throws 45 passes a game. <laughs> can Dallas's secondary hold up? First of all, can Dallas's front get to him to disrupt him? When we talked about it yesterday, we agreed. Dallas's front, his pass rush has not been the last month what it was leading up to December. Nope. For whatever reason. It hasn't come close to being what it was. You ain't getting to Tom Brady unless he falls asleep holding the ball back there, and we know that's not going to happen. Man, this is this is a close one. It is going to be close, though. I'll, I'll give you that. What's the points in this game? Uh, the spread is Cowboys minus two and a half. Wow. Cowboys minus two and a half. Wow. Way, though. That's a way, though. It's, yeah, Cowboys are on the road, right? Do we Ooh. trust Dak after the way he's played this year? I, I mean, I, he's the he's Do the we, wild card here. He doesn't turn it over. That they definitely win. I think. But you, how can I say he's turned it over seven straight games? Hey, yeah. he's a machine. And Turtle fifteen machine. times in twelve games. Bro, they just Man. lost though. They just lost. They just got their butt kicked by Washington. Yeah, they did. They're gonna be. They're coming off angry. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, you got to go down to Tampa Bay, and, and and Dak doesn't play as well at, on the road as he does at home. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I'm going to take Tampa Bay in this game. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. They're I, Tampa. We're on the Cowboys in that one. I don't think, the reason I don't why think, I'm doing it. Yeah. The reason why I'm doing that is is I think Dallas is going to run the ball effectively, I do too. effectively yeah. against that defense. You know what I'm saying? That, and they're not going to put the ball in, in Prescott's hands as much. Well, I mean, he, but see, I, Prescott's always that 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 wild card, man, because. Yeah. He can't like what? How does he? How does he complete a, a, a third and thirty um, pass, man? Right. How does he do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does he not run all season but run against us? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He he is. He's he's an eagle killer. Yes, he, he is. is. Yep. Um, the, the two X factors for me: number one, can Dallas get in Brady's face? I don't think they can enough to disrupt his timing. Number two, if they can't get in his face, the back end of the Cowboys' defense cannot cover. Godwin, Evans, and Braid all day. They can't. They haven't been able to do it all year. They're, they're, the back end of their defense has been their Achilles heel all season long. Mm-hmm. And with those two factors, that's why I'm leaning towards Tampa. Tom Brady, one, two, three, throw, one, two, three, throw, all up and down the field. He knows where the ball's going. Dallas's defense doesn't. And I don't care how many guys they try to send, loop, stunt, whatever the case may be, ball will be gone by the time they get to Brady. They might get to him one or two times in the game. They might. Key matchup, Diggs. Yeah. Going, you know, Diggs versus uh, Evans. Diggs versus or, Evans. Or and Godwin. Then, yeah, or God, yeah. So, I don't, man, it's, 
he throw it up, man. You know, you know, Diggs gets a little, you know, nosy sometimes. Yeah. And if and he gets know, nosy with yeah, either one of yeah. them two, uh, Julio Jones, Evans. We didn't even talk about Julio. Um, I mean, we need to talk about Russell Gage. I mean, Julio Russell still Gage. will make an occasional big catch, but he's definitely not the same guy. That's for sure. Right. And, and Mike Evans is one of the best in the business at the 50-50 balls. Yeah, he is. And Brady trusts him. And Brady trusts him. Brady will, will throw that back shoulder throw to him all day. Yep. You know, um, I'm going to stick. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Tampa. I'm going to okay. stick with Tampa in this game. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. There are the games. And again, we'll dig uh, – Deeper into that that Tampa Dallas game on Monday as well. Uh, so bless you. So we will we'll get into that also. All right, let's uh, let's hit it. Let's come back and let's uh, let's talk a little NFL guys. There's a there's a bunch of things going on as far as uh, coaching potentials, players moving, uh, quarterback situation. Uh, the hoodie makes an admission, even though he didn't say it publicly. Uh, so we'll get into all those kind of things. They'll go anywhere. D Gun, B Brooks, R Ellis, we're Sports Take. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Razor technology and infrastructure management. Yes, IT infrastructure environments are more complex and heterogeneous than ever before. Consequently, teams struggle to respond to pressing issues with the speed necessary, necessary to promote positive business results. And the data that powers predictive monitoring and automation is left unexploited. Razor technology addresses this challenge with a holistic approach that connects every part of an organization's technology assets, enabling proactive and secure IT operations without sacrificing the agility that drives innovation. Razor technology automates monitoring and management to bolster IT teams that are feeling stretched thin. And it improves auditing and reporting procedures so that actionable insights find their way to the leaders that need them the most. Save time and money on your IT and cloud services and secure your organization with leading end-to-end -end infrastructure solutions by calling Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event.
all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. With Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. He's Derek. He's Barrett. I'm Rob. Hour number three of the program on this Friday. Hope you're doing well out there. All right. So uh, Lane Johnson was on the Pat McAfee show a little bit earlier and said, I am absolutely playing next week. In case we doubted him. Uh, no surprise there. If you didn't hear, he practiced today uh for the eagles and uh we actually got some work in yesterday he did some side stuff but he was out there you know doing some sets and whatnot um it looked looked good from what what we saw i mean you know he, he figures there's going to be some soreness tomorrow uh but he you know all things considered he said it's it's less painful than the ankle that he was dealing with that he had to have surgery on for what it's worth great sign great sign man uh, that's for sure. Hey, I got a lot promote, of rest. I want to promote your uh, gun on one with Zach Berman. That's uh, th- this past week. So I uh, let everybody let him give a little sample of what we could get here. Yeah. Uh, latest gun on one is out with uh, Zach Berman from the athletic. Uh, there's no, no one more insightful about Eagles football than, than Zach Berman. And he breaks down the season. He talks about the possibility of uh, which coaches could be moving on. If any of the coaches will be moving on. He breaks down the playoffs as well. And a question I asked him was uh, at the end of the conversation, have you ever had to write a story you didn't want to write and you knew it was going to generate, you know, negative feedback, but you had to write it anyway. He had a great answer to that in terms of how he goes about his business. Uh, Zach Berman uh, is worth a listen anytime. I don't care if he's on radio, you know, TV, print, worth a listen, worth a watch, worth a read. So check it out. Gun on one coming to you. All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So Barrett, great news that, you know, so far this week, uh, Josh Sweat comes back. Lane Johnson comes back. Hertz is out there practicing uh, really only Avante Maddox. That's it. I mean, they are, they are a very healthy bunch, man. This is They're good. Ready. They're ready. It's good. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's going to be a pain tolerance thing for, for, um, for Lane. Um, but as this comes with playing a sport, you know, it's a violent sport. It's something that you can play with. Offensive line, like I said, that's going to be probably his drop foot. You got a post foot and you got a drop foot. That post foot, you push off with, but that drop step foot, when you drop step, you have to lift up, push out, and kind of push, you know, and bring it in. You know, push out, bring it in, push it, bring it in. That's hard, man. It's, it's hard, but it's something that's, that you can play through it. You can play through it. And, and 
whoever we play against, it'll be a lot harder to get past Lane Johnson than it is to get past. Even Lane Johnson is 70%. Yep. Then get past, you know, Jack Driscoll. I'm sorry. Jack is – he's gonna, he's a good kid. He's going to fight, you know, uh, plays well at times. But when, you know, when, when it's hitting the fan and you need somebody there, Lane will be there. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, all right, so around the NFL, uh, Lamar Jackson, we previewed that game already, but he put a statement out basically, and I think it was more or less to, to tell people, hey, you know, you're speculating about my contract, but my knee's not right. Uh, he wouldn't get into exactly what grade sprain it is, neither would John Harbaugh today because of HIPAA uh, laws and whatnot, but he said his knee is unstable. So yeah. I don't know if we're seeing him even at Baltimore advances. Well, so he so he put that out and not the team. Correct. Okay. Because normally you let the team put that out. The player doesn't put that out before the team does. Yep. So that tells me, you know, I, I believe he's injured, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that if he could play, he would play. But that, to me, sounds like a business decision mm-hmm. uh, not to put himself out there at this point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Going to be interesting what happens there. But it's going to be Tyler Huntley, who's a little bit banged up himself. Uh, he's got a shoulder issue, but he's going to play anyway. So – uh, Yes, sir. It was unstable, man. We saw what happened to RG3. He said the same thing, and his wasn't stable. Good and point, we saw yeah. him out there running yeah. like Bambi. And, That's right. You know, I mean, his, his, his whole body and, and center of gravity was, you know, taken away from him. He was, oh, man, it was a, that was one of the worst times I've seen a meter collateral do that before. You know, so I understand mm-hmm. you need to have that, that knee stable, man. And if it's not stable, I understand it, man. I mean, will it hurt his contract negotiations? I don't know. Right. Because they've seen what this man could do. It'll hurt him as far as his, you know, all right, will they make it a long-term contract? The money's going to be there, but, you know, what is going to be long or short? You know, that's that's probably going to be the, the biggest thing, you know, because they're going to see if this guy can be healthy. No, great point, Barrett. Yeah, great point. All right, I thought this was really, really a departure and interesting. So the Patriots actually put this out in a release. They are interviewing for offensive coordinators. So this past year, New England and Bill Belichick decided they were going to go with the combination of Matt Patricia and Joe Judge as sort of co-offensive coaches with Mac Jones. And with Belichick having some input, too, in play calling. Uh, Patricia's, you know, even though in the very beginning of his career, he was an offensive, I think he was like a tight ends guy or whatever. For the most part, he's been a defensive coach. Joe Judge, for the most part, has been a special teams coach. Um, the, the numbers are stark from what happened last year, to say the least. They went from 10th in third downs to 27th. They went from ninth mm. in first downs to 28th. Mm. Uh, they went from 10th in red zone to 32nd in the red zone. Mm. They, they set Mac Jones back. Okay. But they are openly out there, you know, now looking for, uh, offensive coaches. They also locked up, or they're looking to lock up Jared Mayo, uh, extending him. Uh, but this is different from Belichick. They're, this is an admission that I screwed up. We don't see this much. I wonder how much Robert Kraft had to do with this. Hmm. Probably, he had probably had a lot to do with this because he's not going to want admit, to admit he's wrong. Yeah. And for them to go public with it, yeah, he, go, guy, basically. Yeah. he doesn't go public with anything. Right. So this this is yeah this has to be from upstairs, I think so. 
How is it that we knew this in September that this was not going to work, <laughs> but the Patriots organization did not? We discussed this in early December. I mean, in early September. We knew this wasn't going to work. Right. How did the Patriots organization figure this was going to work? Uh, and, and you know what yeah. it was? Because it's Belichick. There's no way that that – come on now. I mean, are you kidding me? How? Come How on, on God's green earth can you have a dual um, – Offensive coordinator. I mean, I, I've seen run uh, run coordinators and passing coordinators. I've seen that. You know, you have that all the time. You kind of got it here in Philadelphia. Yep. You know, you got you know the offensive line coach, and you have the offensive coordinator calling the plays. You know, it's, it's Steichen and um and and uh, what's Stoutland. his name? Uh, Stoutland. Steichen and Stoutland. They they you know that's what they do. But to have a defensive coordinator and a special teams coach call the offense. In what world did that seem like that was going to work? Yeah, I know. Uh, with with a you know what what's Matt Jones is in his second year, right? Right. With a yeah. second year yeah. quarterback. So we'll we'll see we'll see what ends up happening there. We know the Jets let their and their offensive coordinator Mike Lafleur mutually parted ways. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network um, threw out there some candidates for the Jets offensive coordinator position. You know, who one of them is. Cool. Ryan Johnson, the Eagles quarterbacks coach. Ooh, I believe that. Interesting. Yep. How yep. could you keep him under wraps like that? Yep. You, I mean, when you see success, man, when you see success, everybody wants to come pick off that tree. Mm-hmm. Like Super Bowl, Super Bowl teams, they get ransacked. You know, they get, you know, poached from all their coordinators and everything else after they win a Super Bowl. You know, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a great job after you win a Super Bowl. Same thing in you know Frank Reich and all those guys. It's just it's just the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. And the success that Jalen Hurts is having right now puts Brian Johnson in a great position. I've interviewed Brian Johnson back. I did the um I called the ACC championship game. Okay. And it was uh it was it was Virginia, Florida. In fact, I was in the truck. It was Todd Blackledge, and I'm talking to Todd Brad. So we interviewed him. And in the midst of interviewing him. He kind of asked him, you know, you have any, you know, plans on going, you know, pro? He's like, at this point, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really open to it. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he still waited two years, and now he's, you know, he's at the mm-hmm. NFL level. But Brian Johnson kind of had the same type of situation going down down to Florida with the two quarterbacks. He had Richardson and another quarterback. Um, um, he used to be a uh, quarterback for yeah. uh, for Tampa Bay for a while. Trask. Yeah, Trask. It was Trask and Richardson. He he, man, he had a great compliment on how he used those guys. Mm-hmm. So he's done it before. He's coached both styles of quarterback, Trask and Richardson, who's a runner, and Trask is a thrower. So I mean, gifted guy, really yeah, gifted no, guy, no doubt, smart no guy. Doubt. Yeah, it, I think it's only a matter of time. I think yeah. It's only a matter of time. Hopefully not, but I think it's only a matter. Of, oh, for him, I'd like to see it. Right. Um, the, it. Stay on the Jets for a minute. Their owner had an, in some interesting comments, basically saying, "Hey, hey, look." We'd pay to get a quarterback. You know, we're, we're not, we're not, although we think he's going to be back here, we're not married to Zach Wilson being the starter. There's going to be some guys, Brady, probably, Garoppolo, probably, uh, Derek Carr, probably, among others, that, that would be out there. It would cost a lot, but they're out I, there. I think Carr would be a great, obviously Brady, but I think Carr would be a great fit with the weapons they have there and that defense they have already. I think that would make them an instant playoff team. Same. Who? The Jets. Jets. They would break their 12-year drought with Derek Carr under center. 
I agree with that. Now we could that say post- we could say well, Carr just had Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Derek Waller. That's what I was going to say. I mean, and the best running game in the league, you know. But the Jets' defense played much better than 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 the Raiders. You know, I, you know, I think the coaching staff of the Jets is much better than the Raiders, and I think uh, that's, I that's thinking, a big difference. Huh. I was I was thinking Garoppolo though there, but that's, you know, I have to say that Carr makes better. Carr is a more polished passer, yeah. passer than uh than Garoppolo. I think that would be you're right. It would be a great fit, a great fit there. You got Garrett Wilson there. Ooh, oh my goodness. Yeah, that mean I was thinking Garoppolo, but not to just say it, you know, because Carr wasn't in the equation when I was thinking about it. At first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carr being there, I think Carr going down to his brother's ex team, the Texans, would be a great fit for him. Also, mm. well, the the only thing I would say about Brady, and I think it's most likely the Raiders, but he's got a son who lives in New York with Bridget Moynihan. He, yes. he does like the East Coast as opposed to the West Coast. For what it's worth, is it is it feasible that we could be talking about Tom Brady at the age of forty seven to forty eight still playing quarterback? It's feasible. I mean, if it, he gets his. Let's it, say he goes somewhere and signs a two year deal. He play at forty six and forty seven if he if he honors the rest of the deal. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Man. I don't know how he. He may view this year like it was the most miserable year of his life, and I and I'm done. Like I pushed it way too far. I, you know, I was I was on E and I kept driving and I and I ran out of gas. Even though he can still play, I don't mean him necessarily. I mean the mental part. I think he can physically still play, or he looks at it and says, "I have plenty of time on my hands now, and I don't want to be twiddling my thumbs, and I can't sit still, and I love football. Football helped get me divorced. Wow. Might as well wow. I also lean all the way into this. <laughs> I don't. I'm not, not trying to make light of the situation. I'm, I'm really not. But yeah, I don't. Think- I don't. I you know I I stopped trying to think about what the hell he's going to do. Yeah, I thought he was going to retire four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I don't. I even, never thought he'd leave New England. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I meant to say. You know, I mean, as far as I, you know, I thought he would retire rather than leave New England. But you can't. I mean, you don't know, man. He's the goat, man. You say what you want, to, and it's not like he's he's putting a bad product out there. Even though his team sucks, he's not sucking. True. He's fought through injury. I mean, he thought through his his team having injuries, not having enough receivers. He's done everything. From his side to 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 be the best quarterback he can be, mm. but mm. do you say he? You guys think he's gonna give it? You know, another college try. You know, go ahead and get the, the whole heave hole. Let's let's go. Why wouldn't let's he? Why wouldn't he? He's doing something that's unprecedented in the history. He, he's of been doing that for the last four years. Yes. Why not? If you feel what is the Nike slogan? If it feels good, just do it. Yeah. But the only thing is now, and it, and it's not like he's, you know, like like to me, I, I feel as though JP, Jason Peters is is um, kind of, you know, not he's not living up to the JP that I, you know, not yeah. not necessarily living up to it, but I think he's he could have went out on top as the best left tackle, one of the best left tackles ever played a game. Right, and I think he's kind of watering down the whole mantra of who JP is right now. Mm. I mean, we, we, we keep talking about, well, Brady's not what he used to be. Look, the man finished number three in the NFL in passing this year at the age of 45. Yeah. 
He threw for over 40, almost 4,700 yards, completed 67% of his passes. The dude, he, now his touchdown ratio was lower. It was 25. You know, we used to Brady throwing 38, 40, 45, you know, and he had, he had, but he still, his single digits and interceptions, only nine. And he was only sacked 22 times. The dude's still slinging. Now the difference is, and here's why he will throw 45 passes. He, he is the only starting quarterback who threw for over 700 attempts this year. 700 attempts in 17 games. He threw 733 passes. The next closest, Justin Herbert, 699. Tom Brady's going to come out slinging it, and Dallas's defense is going to be on his heels. That's why. That's why I've slightly picked Tampa Bay to win that game Monday night. I just, yeah, I just don't think Dallas's defense can get to him enough to disrupt him. I don't. He gets it out so quick. You're right. Yeah, you're not wrong to think that. Is is he over five thousand yards this year? Who Brady? This is the first time in like five, six years he's under five thousand yards. Yeah, he 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 only had forty six ninety three. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) only. I mean, geez, are you kidding me? 45 years old with, with a patchwork offensive line, right? Yeah, didn't have a center. Yeah. Think about that. Just think this man's 45, 733 passes and yeah. completed 67% of his passes at 45 years old. That's why I don't think <laughs> that's, get, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, right. you know, I'm, I'm. I'm at this point, man. I, I don't. I don't doubt anything he can do. Yeah, you do. Hey, you just was this the real RMP says Tom Brady and the refs will be ready for Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Look at Tory. Oh, I want Brady to go back to Bridget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. Brady always gets these calls from referees that nobody else gets. Yes, correct. I mean, Deservedly so. Deservedly no, so. You know He's what, earned that right. All right, I want to hear you say deservedly so. If they play the Eagles, all of a sudden he's getting calls <laughs> that he shouldn't be getting. I want to hear That's, what you I, say after that game. Then he's, then he's that that sob always he getting cheap. called. <laughs> Brady cheated. <laughs> <laughs> they help oh him. Oh my god! Um, all right, oh, this man. is good news. Uh, you remember the name John Mechie? He was the receiver out of Alabama who went in the second round yep. uh, yeah. to yeah. the Texans, and unfortunately was diagnosed with uh, with leukemia. They thought they caught it early. Good which they did. Um, and uh, according to their owner, he's not only doing great, they expect him in April to be able to potentially participate in team off, awesome. off-season activities. So he's that's doing awesome, really dude. well, man. That they is said awesome. He looks great. That's, His spirits awesome. from the jump have been great. Um, so good news. Good news. That's, all, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I just saw another report come across. Uh, who's this? Ari M- Miroff? Or M- Miroff? Yeah, he, has, he breaks a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, Dory Jackson is back for the Giants. Hasn't played since week 11. And he goes on to say the Giants injury report slate is clean, which means wow. they're healthy. Okay. They're healthy. So, yeah, yeah I'm feeling even better. So, you got Xavier McKinney who came back. Now, Dory Jackson is back. Yeah, I feel a lot better about the Giants going in there and shocking the world. Yeah, yeah. And I get to make that phone call, baby. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to make that phone call. No, no, I swear, I'd rather play Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you there. I agree um, 100%. All right, let me hit you with this. Let's do this, and then we'll have, we'll talk to Dan Koob. We'll get his opinion on uh, the games this weekend. So let's go NFL power rankings. One Ooh. through five, five through one, ha- however you want to look at it. Uh, our power rankings in the oh. NFL. Mm. Who wants it? Ooh. I'll go. Nobody wants I'll it. Go. All right, Barrett, you go. I, I just think, you know, 
the Bengals, you know, with their right side off, uh, they're, they're going to be still a threat. You're going to have to think about where whoever plays them is going to have a hard time. But uh, just because of that, that's why I got them at number five right now. Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Let me write this down. Who's your number five? The Bengals. You got Bengals at number five, okay, Santi. All right. Then I got the 49ers. 49ers, okay. You know, because they got a rookie quarterback. Okay. Then I go Bills. Yes, I still have. Buffalo, okay. I still have the Chiefs in front of the Bills. Okay. And Chiefs next. Case. And then I have the Eagles at number one. Still the best team in the NFL. Mm. Okay. Give me me one through five again, Barry. Just run it backwards. One through five. Eagles. Eagles. Chiefs. Okay. Bills. 49ers. Mm. Bengals. All right. All right. All right. I'll go. Uh, I'm going Chiefs at five. Wow. Yes. I'm going Bengals at four. I'm going 49ers at three. I'm going Bills at two. And I'm going Eagles at one. So I go Eagles, Bills, 49ers, Bengals, Chiefs. The reason I have Mm. the Chiefs where they are is because head to head, the Bills and the Bengals have taken care of business against them. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I have the 49ers for a three for a lot of the reasons we already talked about earlier with how good they are. And I still believe a healthy Eagles team, which I'm hopeful there aren't any setbacks going into the divisional round is an extremely dangerous Eagles team. So I go Eagles, Bills, 49ers, Bengals, Chiefs. Okay. D gun. I went, uh, I went, uh, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Niners, Eagles. Chiefs. Again. I went Chiefs. Bengals, Bills, Niners, Eagles. Eagles five. No, no, Eagles one. Oh, 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 okay. okay. Yeah, we're so five you got one. Eagles, the 49ers, yep. the Bills, yep. the Bengals, yep. then the Chiefs. Okay, yep. so you and I are on the yep. same page with where the Chiefs are, right? Yeah. yeah, based on what Rob just said, Buffalo and Cincinnati beat them head to head. Okay. Oh, so um, you, guys, you guys flipped your 49ers and Bills. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, and I was just totally off the wall with everything. I don't think you're off the wall. It's it's your opinion. It's exactly how you feel. Hey, let me give you this this another good quote from Lane Johnson. Then we'll hit a break and talk to Dan Coop. But he said earlier, and this is from Josh Tolentino from the uh, from the Inquirer tweeted this out. "Quote: There are times in your career when you know you're on a team that has a chance to win it all. I've seen that throughout the season." The only reason I want to come back is because I feel like we have a chance to be something special. Mm-hmm. So that's coming from Lane. That's all you need. All right. Ah. Let's uh, let's hit it. Let's come back. Let's talk to Dan. We'll get his opinion of the games this weekend. Uh, the Sixers mess last night when they lost to Oklahoma City. Uh, we'll do birthdays, movies, all that good stuff. Don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, and we are right back with Dan Coop. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits go for the scene go for the screens go for the gallery go for the win go to ocean at pond lee hockey we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients and we're confident we can do the same for you with over 250 years of combined courtroom experience we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in pennsylvania One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. 
Number one Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown Big Finish Sales Event. that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Happy Friday. You guys are hanging out with us. Final segment. Man, time flies when you're having fun. That's for sure. We're Sports Bay Jacob Sports YouTube Network, along with Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. And as we do each and every Friday, uh, we tap into the expertise of the man himself. And that would be Dan Coop. You can follow Dan at Sport Trade Coop. Content creator, uh, does it all, man, at the sport trade. Uh, under mops the floors, vacuums, sweeps yes. the floors. Just finished, just finished doing all of it. <laughs> yep, just emptied the trash, just took it out, ran back inside, made it just in time. That's it, push ups, the whole thing. He's ready to go. Uh, Dan, before we get into the uh, to the NFL stuff, and obviously a lot of a smorgasbord of games to choose from here with the wild card here, Sixers game last night, Oklahoma City. Walk me through this thing here, man. Yeah, there you go. The I AI a, step over. Yes, I had a rep AI step over. Uh, yes. Who knows? I mean, this 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 is a team that I think the fan base and the team alike, right, have both kind of been like, I don't know. We'll see you in April. Yeah. Right. Like we're going to make the playoffs. We'll see what happens. If you don't get past the second round, who really cares? Doesn't seem like the team's all that motivated on night to night basis to play any sort of defense. I mean, I think there's a bit of a misconception, guys, about who OKC really is. Mm-hmm. I mean. They're not OKC from two, three years ago. Like, this yeah. is a good team. Josh Giddy's a hell of a player. SGA, I covered him at Kentucky. Really good basketball player. Hmm. Um, but something that happened last night that was really cool was, obviously, 
Sixers come in as a huge favorite, but as the game is sort of progressing, they drop down to like $9 per share on sports trade to win, mm. to win the basketball game. So one of our traders made a quick hundred bucks, grabbed the, the Sixers at $9, grabbed a bunch of shares at $9. They ended up getting up to 25 because if you watch the end of the game, Sixers worked wow. this thing back to like eight points with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. That trader got rid of all those shares they had bought, made like a hundred bucks. And then of course the Sixers go on to lose. So opportunity there all over the place to make a little bit of money, at least on the sport trade app, which we wow. definitely encourage people to do. Um, but yeah, it, looking at it from a fan perspective, I, I, I've sort of taken this season and last season, honestly, and said, all right, well, we'll see you in the spring. They're yep. going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be in a play-in. They're, they're too good to be a play-in team. And there's just a general fatigue, especially when you've got the Phillies going to the World Series. You've got the Eagles who have been in a front-running position all season. There's been really not a ton of reason to be super locked in every single night on the Sixers, which is, is a shame. But, you know, I just don't – I haven't felt that pull yet. I don't think you're wrong. I, I mean, I, honestly, we, we were talking about this yesterday with D-Line. I think a lot of us who have been through all of this, the process and all that, are, are in – all right, show me. Show me you can pass the second round. Until then, I can't get myself all that cranked up about anything. And they've been lapped, right? Yeah. Like in, yep. in the time yep. that they, this whole thing started in 12 or 13, right? I mean, the Celtics have lapped them. The Cavaliers have been bad twice in that time. Yeah. And they're just as relevant. I mean, it's, it's hard to get super excited about a, a you know, January 12th game on a Thursday against Oklahoma City in general. <laughs> um, but I mean, you just look at the lack of playoff success and it's like, okay, cool. Well, we'll, we'll just see. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I am with you hundred percent Dan. So l- let's hit, mm-hmm. let's look at the, uh, the weekend here and we got a lot, you know, and that's, that's the beautiful thing, uh, starting tomorrow night, some tight spreads, some monster spreads, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. let's face it, a couple double digits here and some, some tight ones too. Um, Tell me what's been going on here, action-wise. Like, what, what is what have been some trends? What's happening? Who's 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 the sure. the go-to team? What, what, in your opinion, what's happening? Well, I, one of the more interesting games was definitely going to be Bengals Ravens if Lamar Jackson was going to play. And since then, I mean, the market for the Ravens predictably has just sort of cratered. Uh, on Sport Trade right now, it's one of the many lopsided affairs going in, at least from a betting perspective. You've got the Bengals trading at eighty dollars uh, per per share, meaning eighty percent chance to win that game. The Ravens are only at 21 and a half. It's sort of the same, right? The Dolphins dealing with the same thing. The Dolphins yeah. are at 13.5%, $13.5 per share uh, to win that game against the Bills. I don't think anybody expects them to really no. do much of anything. Uh, and with that, the value just sort of doesn't really exist either. Um, one thing I do think is interesting is all year, right, we've been talking about how the Vikings aren't respected. We've also talked about how the Giants aren't respected, at least in terms of the betting markets. There, uh, I think the Giants, when they went up to Minnesota like three weeks ago, yeah, were only mm-hmm. three point dogs, right? That's right. So we're in a very and they lost situation. on a sixty one yarder, Dan. You know, right? One of the eleven games the Vikings have won by one score or less, which is ridiculous and unsustainable. But the Giants are, are a really trendy pick this weekend. Now, of course, you know, with the structure of sports trade, you don't have to pick games correctly. You can just find value and trade in and out whenever yep. you can make a little bit of money. But I do think this is a weekend where the Vikings are finally like, okay, we're putting the foot down. We've been disrespected. Now we're at home in a playoff situation. They pump in the fake crowd noise. Gunner, I know you know this. They've been doing that for years. 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 And people get on me all the time, Barrett. I I can't tell you how many Packers-Viking games I covered at the Metrodome uh, up there. 
and it's the speakers are behind you yep. in the press box. And for some reason, the crowd is really good at stopping how loud they are with zero seconds left on the play. <laughs> I don't know how they Funny did how it. That happens. I don't know how they did it, but they always did it. Best fan base in America, I guess, up there. Let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, with only having uh, less games going in, how does it all, you know, correlate with, you know, how the betting, you know, goes with the less games going into these next couple weeks? Uh, we'll just see a lot of action, increased action on these games specifically. Uh, so we actually have what's called a whale tracker. I mean, a mm-hmm. whale is like what uh, the betting bros call really large bets uh, mm-hmm. for those watching who are like, I don't know what that means. Um, so we actually have a, a dedicated Twitter feed that'll track that. And you'll see five, six, seven, eight thousand dollar bets coming in regularly uh, on sport trade. Uh, people just getting in on the action, Barrett. So really just see it's a more concentrated effort. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people, of course, have their opinions, especially about these two teams, Vikings and the Giants. <laughs> Holy hell. I mean, everybody's got a different opinion on these two. So we've actually yeah. seen a good bit of action. But I guess to, to get to my, my point, which I'm belaboring a bit, uh, I do think this is a week where the Vikings priced at $60 per share to win the game, meaning a 60% chance to win the game. I do think they take care of business this weekend. Okay. Hey, Dan, do, is, is there one playoff matchup that you think is a slam dunk in terms of whichever way you lay your money that it's not going to change just because it's a mismatch? Yeah, I think there's a really interesting divide here between people who approach sports betting like sports betters and people who approach it like they're, you know, investing in the stock market, right? So a good point of this is we like to post ROIs if you were to just blindly say, okay, I think the Chiefs are really good. I think the Bills Mm -hmm. are really good. Regardless of what their number is, I'm just going to bet them every week and then we'll just see where we're at. Yeah. So if you did that every week, specific to, to sport trade, the Chiefs would have been up like 20% on the year. Okay. So if you would have went back and said, hey, I bought Apple in September, what are the chances it's gone up 20% from mm-hmm. September to January? Mm-hmm. Probably not that high, right? So I'm not obviously suggesting you change your portfolio strategy. But if you approach sports betting from that sort of angle, that's where you would be. Now, I do look at, you know, the, the bills are 87.5. It's a huge number. Jeez. Tough to build volume at that number. But if you can... Right. If you've if you've got that sort of money allocating towards sports wagering, uh, that to me is an absolute no brainer. And despite the fact that the Jaguars are an underdog at home, I think they're a no brainer gunner right now. That market Jaguars and Chargers the Chargers are actually uh, trading at fifty six five per share. You don't have to buy a full share to win the game against the Jaguars. The Jaguars are forty four dollars and fifty cents a share. Oh, that's a night over that. So I love that one for a ton of reasons. Obviously, the Jaguars are at home. They're hot. It's a West Coast team coming east. I don't trust Brandon Staley at all, especially Mm -hmm. in a playoff scenario. Mike Williams is a fracture on his back. He's not going to play. The Chargers offense is completely different when he's not uh, out there playing wide receiver. And I just love the number here. So 44.5 per share is plus 122. And the Jaguars are at home. And I think if you – looked at their entire body of work, right? You're like, okay, whatever, AFC South, the division's terrible. Who cares? They've beaten the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, playoff team. They've beaten the Cowboys, playoff team. They crushed the Chargers, by the way, 38-10 yep. to 10 earlier this year. They beat Tennessee twice, and they beat a good Jets team 19-3. to 3. So give me the visor. I love the visor this weekend. Uh, <laughs> Jags, I think, win at home, and they're, and they're going to move on. And they've got a great, exciting offense, and 
a lot of studs on defense. Josh Allen from Kentucky. I covered him in Kentucky. Uh, he's an absolute baller. I love the Jags. Yeah, a lot, a lot of okay, them okay, yeah, yeah, on that side. Anything else, Dan? You looking at that, that jumps out of you, either whether it's NFL or anything else. Quite frankly, yeah. Uh, well, I definitely would touch on golf a little bit too. Uh, but actually, mm. my favorite, my favorite trade available. And of course, when I say trade, I just mean bet uh, on Sports Trade app is actually the under forty-two and a half for the Niners and the Seahawks. Ooh, I love this, and I'll tell you why. Uh, the path, I think everyone agrees, the path to a Seahawks win here is to just get down and dirty. Barrett, like I'm sure you've you've been an underdog before, like going up against a much superior team, a more talented team, and you just kind of have to muddy things up, right? Just make it even by just brawling. Brawling. And that's yep. what Seattle's going to have to do if they're going to beat San Francisco. Yep. Uh, and they've done it twice this year. People think, oh, San Fran's this, this juggernaut, right, with a seventh-round quarterback behind center. But they played twice, 27-7 in week three, I think, and then 21-13 just a month ago. Mm-hmm. So the, the blueprint, the roadmap is there for Seattle. They just kind of have to muck this thing up. They've yep. been pretty opportunistic. Like, they score in weird ways if you watch this team. 42 and a half, you're looking at, like, a you know a, a score where if San Fran gets to 28, that's still a pretty big number against a divisional team they're playing for the third time. So I love it, and it's at uh, a pretty decent, attractive number, too. I don't know why I didn't write it down. I can find it in two seconds. Uh, under is at uh, minus 113. Yeah. So minus 113 is $52.50 per share on sports trade. Okay. That's a pretty decent number because that line has moved elsewhere. So you, know, you can go elsewhere and find it at minus 110, but it might be 40. Uh, it might be 43, 43, yeah, it's right 44. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're paying slightly extra, like a, a pennies extra uh, for the extra points there. Um, so that to me is, is my favorite one on the app. 42 and a half under San Fran and Seattle. Most okay. likely Eagles opponent in your estimation. Mm. Going away from the. Uh, unfortunately, probably Dallas. Yeah. Uh, and that one kind of worries me. Just because of the familiarity aspect of it. Now, I, I think the Eagles, uh, I, 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 for the first time in my life, I look at the NFC and I say, do the Eagles have the best quarterback in the conference in this playoffs? Like, I, can't, I can't remember seven, obviously previously six, but seven quarterbacks who are worse as a playoff field, uh, just sort of top to bottom. Um, but the Cowboys scare me because of the familiarity. I'm not a big Mike McCarthy as a coach guy. I think he's a great dude. Uh, I don't know how I feel about him in the tournament. Dude. Great dude. I uh, don't know how I feel about him in the tournament. Um, but that one, just from, again, a familiarity standpoint, worries me. And, of course, you know, everyone's kind of circling Niners, Eagles, NFC Championship game. You got to get there first. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll worry yep. about that later. Yeah. It is. It's a weird position to be in. It's good. You can heal up. You you, you wait, you wait, you wait. But you, you could either know. Really, let's face it, that first game Saturday is 4.30, right? You could know 7.30 Saturday night. You might not know until 11.30 Monday night. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious how you guys have sort of viewed uh, this in-between with, with Jalen Hurts. Why, why is there such concern right now what he's doing day-to-day in practice? They don't play this week. <clears throat> right. Uh, well, because, oh, you want the simple answer because they're not playing, and you got to obsess on some obsess on some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know, and we know from a content standpoint, obviously, yeah. yes. No, I. But, but that's what I think. I'm thinking. I'm, I mean, saying that from the fans' perspective, not even our perspective. But I think that that plays a big part in it. We just have I, a psychosis. I, I think it's. I think it's two folds. Number one, he missed two games. 
Number two, the head coach comes out, whether it's gamesmanship or not, and says, boy, he was hurting a lot. Yeah. And number three, they ran a very vanilla offense, a very unlike Jalen Hurts offense. And we hear Tuesday that he's throwing lightly. And then we hear that he's doing drills. It's, it's going to be like this every day because there's yeah. so much concern about how close will he be to 100% by game time. Now, thank God they have the extra week to get him ready for that. But, you know, because the organization doesn't tell you a whole lot, they leave a lot of speculation and conversation. That's the hot topic of discussion. Which Jalen Hurts are we going to see? Yeah, and I think too, Dan. It it like things got further triggered, if you will, uh, when Nick says after the game, "Yeah, he's hurting real bad," and you're like, right. "What? Real bad?" Uh, you know, and he says that Jalen actually confirms yesterday. Yeah, you know, it's still you know, whatever. I'll, I'll be good, but you know, there's something going on there, which then everything just gets heightened after that. I, it just makes me wonder. You know, obviously the game plan against the Giants is not going to look anything like the game plan that you would assume they would roll out there for a playoff right, game, right? right? Right. So to me, it's like to point back to the Giants game and say, well, you know, they didn't do this. That really worries me. It was a preseason game in my, in my estimation. Right, yeah. right. Um, and then to kind of look day to day, again, I, I know we have a psychosis about this. I know where we live. I know where I grew up, but to look at the practice day to day and say, well, we, we've thrown with a towel today. That's just, that's just what they do at practice. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I, I get it. I just think we all could stand to go outside this weekend, <laughs> breathe in the nose, out the mouth. Headspace is really good. If, if people need to download an app just to soothe themselves to sleep, a uh, couple, couple deep breaths, count to ten. I think we're going to be we're going to be okay. Yeah. Best quarterback in the conference, best roster in the conference. It's going to be okay. All right, good. Well, listen, we're looking forward to talking about an actual Eagles game with you next Friday. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that is going to be fun. I would guess they probably play Sunday. Just my guess, but but you, know, you never quite know. Whenever they play, and uh, yes. just two more points I want to make to you guys, and then uh, I'll, I'll send you off on your Friday. Thanks so much for having me on, of course. Sure. Um, we will be live trading the game. Uh, mm-hmm. So second screen viewing, if you want to pull it up on your phone, do so. We'll be live trading the Eagles. Obviously, everyone in our company are big Eagles fans because we're all from here. Uh, there's going to be money flowing around and hurt feelings if something uh, goes awry. So check that out. And also, uh, if you want to bet on the NFL this weekend, do it at Sport Trade. $300 free bet up Ooh. to. Now, you don't have to bet $300 if you're thinking that's way too much. You can bet $5, and it can be free. If you lose, you get all that money back up to $300. Come check us out. Come try us out. And if you don't like it, complain to me personally if you like it <laughs> i like it man all right so you uh, follow dan at sport trade Coob, and of course just download the app very simple uh and you go to uh at sport trade lowercase app dan good stuff man appreciate you appreciate Thank you, you Coob. yeah man have Enjoy a great weekend. weekend yep all right take care that is dan Coob. uh so let's hit a couple other little odds and ends always fun talking to dan that's for sure uh, did you guys see that the Triple A baseball minor leagues will be going to a robo umpire? This is the first step, fellas. This is mm. the first step. A lot of people better get their resumes out. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, they're doing everything they can to kind of speed things up here a little bit with games, and also, you know, take some of the human error out of it, if you will. Uh-huh. And this is one of the ways they're doing it. They're 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 going to go with a robo up. You get three challenges. Like you do in tennis to see if the ball was on the line or not. Um, so it's certainly not, uh, you know, a perfect system, but it's one you want to you want to watch out for because it's it's coming, and that means if it's there, if it's a triple A, only a matter of time, fellas.
Just so you know, it's going to be three guys in these boxes mm-hmm. that are machines. Yep. My my name is you know, <laughs> Gunner, Gunner, and I am here. We got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. With the Where is my oil can? I know. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, a couple other things uh, around baseball as well. A lot of arbitration. Uh, Juan Soto gets $23 million, uh, this year. Yes. Wow. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon's going back to the Pirates uh, where he you know started his career. What? Yep. Hey, wow. Matt. Go get your money, man. He, he, old yeah, man. He's in he's in hang around mode and get every dime you can mode. That's all, man. Get your money, old man. And I'm not mad at him. Somebody so. willing to pay you, take it while you can. Exactly. exactly. Uh Kyle Corver is finalizing a deal to be an assistant GM with the Hawks. Former sixer wow. Kyle Corver. Okay. He's going back there. Mm. The uh the Packers, Gunner, you'll be interested in this. General manager Brian uh Gutekunst. Is that how you say it? Gutekunst. I, don't, I don't know, man. Hey. Hey, you know what I say? Sounds good to me, Rob. <laughs> he said um, that they're not ready to look past Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's still their guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah he's like he's talking about some – I mean, I respect the process that he goes through each year on whether he's going to oh, come yeah. back or not. No, you don't. You was just pissed off the uh, last two years because he didn't put you through the ringer, make you wait on him. Just don't yeah. lie about it. Just say, hey, man, he need to hurry the hell up. That's all. Yes. Well, well if you bring back Mr. Rogers, then you're going to be left with egg on your face because you wasted a draft pick drafting a kid named Jordan Love to be the out of here. He's out of here. Well, he's got one more year on his his rookie deal. See, this is the year you got to find out about this kid. You know, you have to determine, first of all, has Aaron run his course? First of all, I blame the organization because you didn't get a fair evaluation of Aaron Rodgers because you left him with a bunch of kids. You didn't get him a proven wide receiver to replace Devontae Adams, and there were plenty out there. If Derek, Miami Derek, could back and get Christian Kirk, you know, Miami put what, 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 bro? You know they thought, oh, we got, we've got Aaron Rodgers. We could just yes. throw anybody out there. Yes, and what you, you learned a valuable lesson, didn't you? <laughs> you better get somebody for him to catch the ball. Now I see this rumor that's been going out there for three or four days. Yeah, and, and it's, it's Packer Nation generating this. What about DeAndre Hopkins in Green Bay? Oh, jeez. And I'm thinking, first of all, I'm not yes. paying a kind of money for DeAndre Hopkins. Second of he's all, he gets crazy. hurt too much. If he, he is, if, if he he was only out this year because of, uh because he was taking he was steroids. Yeah, but but as a bad you man, get him, you get him. Yeah, with with a Rod and in a second Christian Watson in his second well, year. You're gonna get a Rod oh, in the man. right frame of mind. You're you're gonna get him, you know, dialed up. Uh, he, I, I would say just say my only counter would be why didn't you just pay Devontae Adams? Exactly. Right. Well, no, no, no. They did. They offered Devontae the same money that the Raiders offered him. Okay. He wanted to go to Vegas because he grew up a Raiders fan in I Northern California. Always wanted to play with Derek Carr. That's why he left Green Bay. Fair Green enough. Bay offered him exactly the same money. Okay. All right. So, let's hit some uh, let's hit some birthdays real quick as we're up against it, as they birthdays! say. Liam uh, Hemsworth, part of the Hemsworth brothers. He's 33 yeah. years old. Orlando Bloom is 46 years old. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is 62 years old. Patrick Dempsey is 57 years old. Actor Michael Pena is 47 years old. NHL uh, star Connor McDavid, 26. Country singer, actor Trace Atkins is 61. Penelope Ann Miller is 59, the actress. Robert Stack was born on this day in 1919. The actor Shonda Rhimes, prolific producer, uh, Grey's Anatomy and other shows, is 53. 
Rip Taylor, the actor, was born this day, 1931. And Ginger Z, who was the meteorologist, I think, on Good Morning America. Oh, Ginger G. Is it Z or G? Z. She spells it G-E-E. Is Z? I think it's Ginger Z, isn't it? It's not I'm, not, I'm not disputing it, but it's spelled G-E-E. Is it G-E-E? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Z. Really? <laughs> I don't know. You might be right. It's Z. It's Z-E-E. Wait, wait, what? In your G. I don't, even know my, I don't even know my alphabet, man. Hold up. Hold yeah, up. It's Z. It's Z. Hold up here. I must, I must have fallen asleep at that point. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is Z. Okay. My bad. Right, I'm just trying right. to see if you're on your game. That's all. Yeah, you scared me for a minute there. Um, <laughs> all right. We're up against it. Any other birthdays? We, we can skip um, the movie. Nick Mango, one of the best students ever play. New York oh, Jets. Yeah. Curtis Conway, receiver. He's 52. Played yep. for the Bears all the time. Mm -hmm. My boy, Josh Freeman, quarterback. From Kansas State, played with Tampa Bay, and then Meek Mill's wish list. I got Lori Harvey on my wish list. She's twenty six. That's 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 Steve Harvey's daughter. Okay, I'm done. Let's see, go. I got Ruth Ruth Wilson's forty one, Jill Wagner forty four, Nicolette Eggert fifty one, Brett Bielma, head coach of Illinois, is fifty three, and Janet Hubbard, who played. Come on, you should Oh, she know played uh, Will Smith's mom on uh, Aunt Viv. That's right. Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv. That's right. Good point. Good there, was there was two Aunt There was two Aunt Vivs. There was. Yeah. 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 He, Will almost ruined the, for this Janet Hubbard. He almost ruined their career. He got her fired. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And then they had a sit down. When, you remember when the, uh, I can't remember which uh, which network it was. They had the reunion. We got to go, man. Yeah, we got to go. Know. But but they, uh, they made up. Now they're they good. They made up. Yeah. Okay. And man, don't ever cut me off when I'm deep in thought. Like, I don't get deep often. I'm usually shallow. Yes. Don't ever cut me off when I'm deep. <laughs> <You're> shallow. <laughs> I'm usually shallow. Uh, we, I'm usually shallow. Yeah, we, got, we got to run. All right. Thanks to everybody that, in the chat. That was section. gun talking. That wasn't everybody gun. Everybody streaming, everybody listening. Uh, don't go anywhere. National football show is coming up. Thanks to Xander Kraus, our producer. We'll be back Friday with you guys the Monday. 13th. Oh. Everybody have a great, great weekend. Thanks for hanging with us. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio. Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.